0: All right. I, I started. I started the show. I started the show. I started episode 526 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast. Mm. We have been doing this for over a year in quarantine. Hopefully, that is uh, coming to an end soon, as we will almost all be vaccinated. But we are on the road to WrestleMania. If this is the first time you've tuned in to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast because you read about the wonderful interviews we did last week with Josh Woods and Henry O'Godwin, welcome to the show. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We have Ring of Honor picks. The 19th anniversary show was this past weekend. We are going to do our top 10 favorite WrestleMania matches for each of us, so I'm sure that'll cause a lot of uh, debate. NWA Power is back. MLW Fusion with the no rope chain match shenanigan bonanza, <laughs>
1: shabanza. Shibana-
0: There's the WWE Hall of Fame. There's the Peacock. There's uh, fuck you don't uh. AEW. Fuck this you don't. This might be don't. a two man
2: podcast, boys. I'm gonna get heated. Te- Kevin's
0: Whoa. Kevin's mad. I know Kevin's hot about the Peacock. Uh, we got all that. No guests tonight. It's just the three of us, like old school. Just the three of us. Making
2: happiness in the sky, just the three of us. Yeah, if that's the case, I'm gonna need a lot more drinks.
1: Kevin yeah, I might have to get a little beverage, beverage scheme myself. Oh, yeah, well, well, we, we,
2: we got the intro for that, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is everyone all hot?
1: Oh, I'm all right. Hot and bothered.
0: All right. Well, it's hot. It's the hot and bothered. Shining Wizards episode 526 coming at you next here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. <laughs>
2: At the Rant? Facebook? Yeah, <laughs> like that. all over the place. Whatever. Yeah. Downloadable form wherever you get your shows. All right, we'll be back.
1: The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com do your amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a patreon supporter at patreon.com wizardspodcast wizards podcast as always we thank you for your continued support and now enjoy the show this is kenny omega and you're cleaning up the competition with shining wizards podcast
3: what's up fuckers i
1: love
0: the
2: big package
3: Join the mark order.
1: Welcome everyone live on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Wizards Podcast. Welcome everyone live on the Rant, Rant rantdmradio.com. Welcome to everyone that listens in download form. We love you guys all the same. Take us with you wherever you go. Of course, you know by now we are the Shining Wizards where it's wrestling talk.
0: And talk about wrestling. Tony with a little angry orchard. Uh, Matt with a little original sin.
2: Uh, Kevin, with a little truly hard iced tea gimmick. Oh yeah.
1: Awesome, fellas. What's going on? How are you? Little
2: raspberry action going on here. I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys?
1: Dealing with holes in the roof, but otherwise okay.
3: I'm sorry. I'm right. Well, sorry Tony, to
2: you're that. you're a god fearing man, right?
1: Yeah. So Kevin, a little bit.
2: So you understand why you have holes in your roof, right?
1: I understand why I have a hole in my hiney.
2: Well, because it's the start of Holy Week. Make the poo come out. Ba-da-da. Tony, that's why you ring this stupid bell for my stupid jokes.
1: No, it was a good one, man.
0: I'm no, your on.
2: bell. The, let, can we just, let's,
0: I got to put this out here since we've been doing right. this. What is, and I think we've had this conversation before, the, the bell well, is the, for inappropriateness, right? What is the point of the bell? Because you ring the bell whenever you want. Kevin, this is why we can't have nice things, because when Tony gets his hands on him. He's just what? smashing bells. He's hitting fucking drops. It's Thank God we're not in that. the studio. It'd be drop madness that. over here. Hardcore. That,
1: that, that's just not true. The bell was originally inappropriate, but I I use it now more for like accentuation, accentuation, like
2: putting an exclamation to point
1: to kind of like to like to put a little oomph on something, a little yeah. em- emphasis on the wrong syllable. That's,
2: that's
1: right. Yeah. Um. And so. I th-
2: and I think since we, we've cleaned ourselves up a lot over the years, so I feel like the inappropriateness has dropped. So he has to make up for that with, you know, other things. He has to supplement the emphasis.
1: You know, you know what? I never would have put it that way, but that's an excellent point. I mean, like, for instance... Oh, Kevin's the master of, of the plug. You know, like he'll be like, "Well, you know, I was tweeting with uh with Brian Myers the other day, and so- oh, I actually
2: was actually. That's a very good. <laughs> Drop
1: the plug, you get the bell.
2: Tony,
0: can you give me a little more? Can you turn your volume up a touch? Am I really that low? You're not that low, but I feel like it comes across, and you're a little low versus I might me just and be Kevin. Loud. No, loud? no, me and you were when when you listen back, Kev, Me and you sound good. Tony does sound a little faint. How's yeah. that? Oh, that's much better.
1: Okay, you see. My loopback, for some reason, thinks that I'm too loud and keeps, like, lowering me as the show goes on. I don't like that feature. I got to figure out how to shut that shit
3: off. I don't like that feature Ooh, deep Ooh. inside Ooh. of me. Ooga, ooga. That oh, was... <laughs> my uh, laptop,
2: what you do to me? That's Bob Skaggs, isn't it? No, it's a uh, it's,
3: su-
0: it's Blue Suede, Dingles.
1: dingles. <laughs> well, I don't Bob like Jackson. that Blue Suede. Ooh, gosh. Zach. Unless it's on my shoes Now that I'm nice and loud, you guys are going to get really fucking annoyed with me Elvis Presley I was going to say, you're,
2: uh,
1: your loopback hates you as much as us
2: So Yeah, loopback
1: Loopback
0: sucks <laughs> So how's everyone's week going? It's been,
2: uh, it's been a crazy it's week been in It's been one world. week since we last talked <laughs> It's been Two. one week It's been <laughs> one, one week since <laughs> <week. laughs> it's just meant to be me. 70 years now I
1: said I'm lonely <laughs> wrestlemania is next week
0: no China's WrestleMania. a week two weeks
1: is it next it's next week no
0: no next week is easter dude
1: no this week is easter next easter. week
0: yeah.
1: is mania
0: next week is mania week but it's two weeks from yesterday so i'd say two weeks away. well
1: no it's it starts on saturday
0: oh my god fucking literal. no does not
1: start on thursday with the hall of fame oh uh- <laughs> What about NXT? NXT starts like Wednesday. So we have a whole WrestleMania week. We got two nights of NXT, two nights of WrestleMania, two Hall of Fames in one night. I don't know how the fuck they figured that out. I got
2: two Hall of Fames in one night.
1: No more, Dave Batista.
0: Next week is going to be a crazy week. Good time for you to go on vacation.
1: Fuck yes. As long as I get the hole in the roof fixed, everything's going to be fine. Oh, God. I hope you
0: don't come back. Better than a really? Really?
1: You fucking Dingleberry! <laughs> Shit it's like that. The bells for. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I didn't interrupt your singing. No, that's right.
2: So that uh, should be I... a new that that should be a new gimmick that we do. Someone just says one word, and you have you to, to think of a song burned. and just start singing it.
0: I mean, it's been going on since Night Moves a couple weeks ago. So yeah, I mean.
1: We haven't really done a lot of singing for a long time. We used to. Mm-hmm. sing. <laughs> There's a damn good reason for that, Tony. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: we're good singers. We got we got that sotto voce, that that you know, beautiful clarity and. Who? We do. I what
0: definitely, I definitely do not. Not d- quite the singer.
2: Matt lacks sotto voce.
0: No, I will sing, but I am <laughs> tone deaf. Uh, so it sounds like a cat getting hit with a tack hammer.
2: I think sotto voce was Sin Cara's gimmick in NXT.
1: I get the feeling Matt likes to sing Journey at karaoke nights.
0: I hate karaoke, actually. Really? Yes.
1: Your wife is Asian, though.
0: My wife loves the karaoke. She (laughs) loves singing karaoke. Uh, I... I... Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) My Okada's falling over.
1: Oh, is that like your chi? (laughs) You know,
2: Okada's Asian. You could say that.
0: Right, so my, my wife's wife Asian, Asian too. too. I know, I know.
2: But yeah, the karaoke.
0: Thing Tony can't too. insinuate that all Asians like karaoke, that's which right. is what he did. Yeah, yeah, that's a stereotype.
1: Well, no, it was kind of a roundabout way. I said your wife likes karaoke.
0: You said your wife is Asian. She. No, likes- why I would said I say that. your
1: wife is Asian? Everyone knows your wife is Asian. <laughs> wow. Come on. Now.
0: Does everybody? We might have some new listeners. My wife is Asian. Oh,
1: new listeners. Matt's married to an Asian lady. She's very nice.
0: And she doesn't eat the cats. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm the racist, right? <laughs> That's not. I'm just put. Look, I'm just putting the facts. I don't need people assuming. All right, I'm just putting no, facts there, the facts on
2: table. There was like a story where I think it was like some comedian. She put out this like very like pro like anti Asian like hate, uh, uh tweet, and then someone like researched her Twitter from like five years ago, and it was basically a joke about Chinese food being cats. So she got canceled.
0: Oh, cancel yeah. cancel culture is hot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Bring it. Bring or it. Try and cancel. You, me,
1: you want me to bring it? You want me to bring it? No, That's no, 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 no. Not you, Tony. You meant the general, you. No, I'm something stuck in my craw. Uh oh. If you motherfuckers out there on social media are oh, such boy. fucking big shots, Here I'd like to see any of you say half the shit you say online to somebody's face. Case in point, just before we went on the air tonight, mm. I found out Chris Jericho did another awesome charitable thing where he was donating money to that guy that wound up uh, getting killed. The guy that was carjacked over the weekend, the Uber driver. Okay. He donated money to the family. They're they're fucking, you know, I mean, the guy left behind a wife and kids and, and all that stuff. Can you believe some of these assholes online are like, well, it's a shame that Jericho donated to other things and he doesn't just donate God. to people that need. Fuck off, man. If you saw Jericho face to face, you wouldn't say one fucking thing to the guy. The guy's out there doing charitable shit and you still got to fucking bury him. Look, I'll bury him all day. I think he's a fucking with the fucking belly and all that shit. He needs to trim that shit down. Dude, when he's it comes fucking to fifty cow- years old. I'm forty seven. My belly. Yeah, look is at 30. you. Look at you. <laughs>
2: I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I'm not trying to shame you here, Tony. Because you know two wrongs don't make a right here. But Real- for Christ's <laughs> sake, the guy's fifty years old and he looks phenomenal.
1: Oh, phenomenal! Come on, Re- Reel that back a little bit for
2: a, a guy who's been through what his body's been through all these years and for being on tour with a band for the last decade plus for all this stuff. Come well, look, on. The,
1: the guy's, the guy's doing some good in the world and he still catches shit from people. And it just fucking boggles my mind how assholic people are. And that's, that's a word I'm coining tonight. To mm. give him shit for something else, yes, Matt.
0: So you know how you like you have to deal with like adult problems, like you have a hole in your roof from the wind, and then it rains. Like, like you have like other that you can't spend all day in front of a keyboard or gl- with your face glued to your phone. Hundred percent. That's what those people do. Those they people. They hate. They hate their lives, and they. Those hate-
2: people probably love karaoke. <laughs>
0: You know what? If they got out of the house and they could do karaoke, maybe they would be less salty about everything. They hate their lives. They hate the situation they're in. They are jealous of everybody else's success. So they decide to use social media as an outlet to spew hate and nonsense. Mm. It's e- Look, it's easy to hate someone else's success. It's easy to be mad that Jericho can just take whatever amount of money he wants to and donate it to somebody who's in need. Maybe they feel like, well, I'm in need. Maybe I need that money. But, you know. Yeah, Tony. You're... Jericho's not fixing your roof, Tony. All right? Well, maybe Jericho could fix Tony's roof.
1: He could. I mean, I'm not going up there with a ladder and a fucking hammer and nails. But, you know.
0: You need to reach out to Chaz, former global wrestler. See if he can get the bungee crane. Chaz, <laughs> bungee's down. Fixes <laughs> the roof. Boom. Chaz is working again. The roof is fixed everybody's happy. The
2: ceiling is the roof. Matt, have you watched that match yet?
0: Uh, no, I haven't. I have not. Well, I, I there's it. so much you...
2: fucking wrestling to watch that. It's like,
0: you yep. I I'm not going to, I'm Kevin. I'm not trying to make you angry, but I'm kind of okay with the peacock situation right now because there's no chance of me like trying to continue watching 2001, watch an old episode or something.
2: There's so much fucking wrestling Yeah, but see, this I guess this is where, and and I probably should watch more of the current stuff. But like, much like you and and everyone has their opinions on certain companies that they watch. I I just I'd rather spend my time watching like Nitro again from like 1997. I'd rather watch Wrestling Challenge from 19. I, I never actually thought that I'd be that person. Where I'd rather watch the old stuff than than keep up with some of the stuff that's going on currently. But if I had a choice between watching, and this is no disrespect to to MLW, but it's just the way it's just the way I go. Like if I'm gonna watch, if I have to pick between watching MLW or you know a SummerSlam 1988, I'm watching SummerSlam 1988.
0: Is it because you are comfortable with like you know what you're gonna get out of SummerSlam '88 versus uh, no roped? chain match and the fucking los parks cooking or whatever other nonsensical bullshit was going on on mlw this week
2: i I think what it is is it's (laughs) that just caught up to me i'm sorry Uh, I, i just think it's the the process of going about and just making myself motivated to find it i think you i think you struck a chord there with what i'm it's what i'm comfortable with and uh but like, sorry. Right, so say like, I go out and watch, like I don't watch ring of honor regularly. Right. I don't, but I watched this show and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's just the process of me getting to the point where I, where I get myself to watch it. That's the problem. The problem isn't, I don't think I'll like it. The problem is getting to watch, getting myself to go out of my way to watch it. Whereas I could just watch what I love. Like, I think I, I put, guys, I put the Royal Rumble 1992 back on to fall asleep to last night. Well,
0: see, that's, so that's the thing, like, and I don't think it's, I think it's you finding time to watch it, like, look, I've been there, I'll put on, like, uh, and you said it right, like, you put on Royal Rumble 92 to fall asleep to, you're not gonna, you know, find a ring of honor and then fucking fall asleep halfway through it and be like, now I gotta go fucking back and watch it, I gotta find the time, you know, and look, it's, we're not the busiest people in the world, but. This all adds up this adds up very quickly with whatever we each have going on in our regular life. Uh, I got fucked by Ring of Honor this weekend. Uh <laughs> because I had to work Friday night, which is fine. I knew I had to work, whatever. Uh and I have honor club, so I know Kevin used my honor club login to and I was like and he was like, Oh, you know, do you need it? And I was like, No, no, we're good. Like, I gotta work. I'm gonna come home, I'm gonna take a shower, I'm gonna make dinner, I'm gonna unwind. I sat down in my chair at like eleven o'clock Friday night. I put on the YouTube for the first hour, watch that free YouTube thing. It ended like right at midnight, right when the show ended. And I'm like, boom, I'll go right into my honor club. I'll put the 19th anniversary on and I'll be good to go. I was ready to stay up till three o'clock. It took me all the way back to the first hour of the YouTube on honor club. (laughs) And I couldn't fast forward. Ah. So I was like really annoyed. And then it took me, um, it took me till today to watch it because uh, I just didn't have time. Saturday and Sunday, I was busy at work and
1: shit. If I if I can also add on to that, you can't fast forward or rewind when you watch the replay of the of the Honor Club stuff either. It's well, really strange. What do you mean? Yeah, like, you? No, sometimes like, you know, you watch YouTube, you watch WWE Network. There's like usually like you can click 10 seconds ahead, 10 seconds back. I don't have that option. When I was watching it today, watching a few of the matches, you got to either slide the little dinghy or just oh, do yeah, we'll slide the dinghy. Yeah, but it's hard to figure out where things are. Like if, like, look, if I'm watching oh, something, it's on. like, all right, it's it's fucking in between. Who cares? Click, 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 click. Usually about five or six clicks, you move ahead a minute, you're good to go. When you got to slide it, the thing, you have no idea where you're sliding it to. You Your computer up,
0: doesn't. Really. When you slide it over to the thing, it doesn't show you what's going on in the tiny. I mean, I know you're blind as fuck, but.
2: Yeah, isn't there
1: like a little window that pops up that shows you kind of where they are? Like, I, not that I noticed. Then again, oh, here's the other thing, too, right? So, like, I'm doing work and I want to watch it while I'm doing my work. So, it's cool that they put the little window, like, you could shrink it down in the corner and it stays up on, you know, like on the top of your screen. So, whatever you're tooling around with, it's always there. (laughs) But you have no controls at that point either. Like, if you want to control it, you got to go back to the main page and do all that zip, zip sliding Uh and shit.
0: I don't know nothing about that.
3: Yeah. Oh well. And know. and here's the other thing.
2: I I also kind of feel like I want to get to the point where I don't want to watch. It's going to sound terrible. Oh shit. I don't want to watch too much wrestling. Like I don't want. I'd rather like if if I can watch like and plus it's March Madness, right? So I'm watching basketball. The Devils are playing. I'm watching hockey. I'd rather watch hockey than watch you know a show that. That I can't completely invest in if it wasn't for this podcast.
0: Oh, it makes it makes perfect so, sense.
2: It's just I don't want to burn myself out over watching. Like, like the only thing I go out of my way to watch because I don't. I honestly, this is what man. This is to the point where it's getting. I don't watch like I'll have it on, but I don't watch AEW live anymore. I'll watch it the next day when it comes on TNT.com, TNTRaw.com, and I'll watch it. Just like it's not. And part of it is I don't think. It's not the Monday Night Wars anymore. There's no urgency to watch it because you know what? I can watch it the next day, like you did Ring of Honor, or like, or I can watch NWA Power, um, you know, tomorrow or the next day. So there's really no urgency to, to, to get there, other than, of course, what we do here. So like, I watched AEW today. I watched last week's AEW today. Like, (laughs) like, like, that's why. I mean, and I love AEW. I think AEW is probably, other than Impact, is my favorite show to watch. So. It's just it's just crazy, man. It's just super super duper crazy.
0: No, I mean I get it. I get it. You know, a couple. I think it was a couple weeks ago where I watched like from the moment I went to bed, like I watched NXT when I went got in the bed. When that was over, I turned it off, went to sleep. I woke up the minute I woke up, I had to watch like the the last couple New Japan Cup matches. I still had to watch Emma. Like by the time I sat down to do the show, like I was fucking exhausted. And like yeah. Tuesdays. I kind of because I put all my eggs in the wrestling basket on Mondays, um, not so much today because I had time last night, but usually like I do everything on Monday. Like I spend my day off doing wrestling shit, yeah. so then Tuesdays I kind of just, well, you know, I don't. Have, I'm at Turner. I don't go on the Twitter. I don't really it's look smart. at it's because it it's there, Kevin. That that what you said. Like you don't want to get there's such thing as watching. Uh, too much wrestling. Too much of anything. You know, like, I got to take a murder break sometimes. I got to take oh, an good. office break sometimes. I got to take a break from Bob's Burgers. Like, I can only, you can only watch so much of something before it starts to fucking, like, wear down on you. And if you watch something good and then you put the TV, at, you know, I'm not going to single out MLW, but I am. And then you put on MLW, it's hard to fucking pay attention when it's terrible. And then you just yeah. feel like you're
2: wasting your time. And... I don't want to be that guy that's like negative. Cause I think if you like Matt, you made, you made a fantastic point. If you watch so much, like by the time you watch, you get to the third or fourth thing, whether or not it's terrible or not, it might be terrible. It might be good. But in your mind, you've already watched so much. So your attention span is so drained that at this point, something that could be very, very good just because you're so tired and you if you, you watch so much wrestling, it might come across 10 times worse than it really is. And then you don't want to be that guy that portrays on this podcast or on any podcast or on any YouTube video, something being worse than it really is because that's unfair. Tony?
1: No, I, I tend to agree with that, but, it, you know, it goes to Matt's bigger thing. There's just too much wrestling out there. And you do have to play that pick and choose game. And sometimes you just need shit in between. Bob's Burgers, I love me some Bob's Burgers, but I was, if I had to sit down and watch Bob's Burgers for like six or eight hours straight, I'd fucking hate Bob's Burgers.
2: Which is so weird because I could watch like The Office all weekend on Comedy Central and and then on Cozy TV the next day.
1: You know what? You know what show I started doing that too, and it's been off the air for fucking years now is aqua teen hunger force
2: oh tony you scratched me right where i itch
1: i get on a roll with that and matt knows i hated that fucking show when i first found out about it i was like what is this bullshit you
2: also hated
0: family guy
1: Uh, i kind of hate family guy again
0: (laughs) yeah i'm sure there was a period when you were in on family guy
1: oh of course 100 percent. there was also a period when i was in on the simpsons but that was like fucking 20 seasons ago
2: all right let me ask you both a question i'll field this to tony first and then matt what show like that you don't know, like say like, you know, when your favorite shows are on and I know it's different in like the, the cord cutting age and the cable age where you guys might have different ways of watching the shows, but if you had traditional cable, right. And you're just going through the channels, boom, boom, boom. You're not a hundred percent sure when everything's on. What is one show that if you stumbled upon no matter what episode it is, you're not turning it off.
1: There's a couple of shows that the wife and I like to watch before we go to sleep. Um, it's mostly like House Hunters and like Hawaii Life and like shows like that. Or like House Hunters, House Hunters International is probably better because like these people just move to weird fucking countries for like the strangest reasons. Like this guy's like, oh, I'm getting a job at the university in Shanghai. So then they're fucking mm-hmm. moving to China. Oh, yeah. Like, That's what? a
0: weird reason to move for
2: your
1: job. Hey, no. Shanghai
2: is a great school.
1: But there's other ones like this couple wanted to move to India because they wanted to start a fashion business. Like, who the fuck thinks to move to India to start a fashion business?
0: It's a lot mm-hmm. of people in India. That Dude.
1: that show I like. A lot of, um, a lot of sparkles. <laughs> I'll get what? What did I miss? What did I miss? House
0: Hunters up. International.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's other shows, like some of the repair shows I like to watch. Um, but the big one that I'm into right now, my wife and I, is called Hometown. It's like this fucking really tall, like, fuck it. He's got to be like three bills and his wife is like four nothing. And she's this tiny little thing with blonde hair and they fucking, they take people around like these like little towns and they give them two houses to possibly buy. And they go, well, if you buy this one, we're going to repair this and it's going to cost you this. If we buy this one, we're going to do this. And so they pick the house and then the two of them go to work and this dude's like, I had this wood that I found in this other house. So we're going to build a beautiful little doorway out of it. And they fucking build shit for the house out of like scraps and stuff. It's the coolest shit. If that's on, I put that shit on the other show. I'm really into. I'm sorry. I'm taking so long. No, This is riveting. This is, this is, this is better than local news. And I hope it comes out for a third season. The thousand pound sisters. Oh my (laughs) God. I fucking love that show. The Slayton sisters yo I could watch that show all fucking day all yes. day long all right so like I'm kind of regretting that I asked that question
2: because <laughs> like i like I want people to get to to know us a little bit more than just the wrestling talk and and I
1: kind of now wish that they don't
0: why it's not um, you that watches all these shitty terrible shows it's uh that's they're
1: shitty and terrible you'd be surprised what you learn um, watching these shows oh now,
0: Matt, what did I, so what, what did about you... you Matt? Please, what I would like to know what you learned from House Hunters International.
2: Yeah, and thousand-pound sisters.
0: <laughs> Let me guess, they weigh five hundred pounds each. Yeah,
2: no, one was. Matt, it's, it's, it's actually a very, it's actually on PBS. It's educational, and they do math and they
1: write it on the screen with their finger. <laughs> Um, the House hunters International is cool, like shows like that oh because God. like you actually I'm learn about, about like the areas that they're moving to. you get a little bit of history, a little bit of like you know you get a feel for the architecture of the of uh, the region yes, or the countries yes it's interesting stuff
0: so yeah, uh yeah. the old man thing is not a gimmick that's like a real life thing
1: what's yeah. so old about watching these shows these I, don't, I thought
0: you' were gonna big- tell me you were watching fucking Bob Vila next.
1: Sometimes I'll like if this hold out if this old house yeah. is on like look if I'm, I'm looking not gonna get mad
2: at you for this old house if I'm
1: if I'm looking if I'm looking how to fix shit in my house this old house on YouTube like the fucking there's so a like plumber guy who shows you like all these plumbing disasters and how he fixes them and stuff interesting shit you I'm just saying are. Tony
2: Tony those were very very niche shows that
1: you picked out. I was expecting you to say like Cheers South Park Family Guy no you went with Thousand Pound Sister just
3: dude,
1: 1,000-pound sisters, don't sleep on that show. That show is fucking awesome. All right, let's get to Matt. There's <laughs> one sister that got the stomach stapling surgery because she lost weight, and these uh, the other one, she can't fucking help herself, dude. She's fucking eating herself to so, death. So, hold on. It's course, the so are apart. they
0: are they still a 1,000-pound sister then if the other one got her stomach stapled?
1: No, well, here's the thing. The other one got her stomach stapled, and she was losing weight. But she wasn't supposed to get pregnant for two years, but she wound up getting pregnant in four months because I guess her and her husband were celebrating. That's scary. uh,
0: Wait, she had a husband when she was 500 pounds, and then she lost a bunch of weight, and her husband wanted to fuck her then, and she got pregnant? I mean, it makes sense.
1: Dude, the 600-pound one's got a boyfriend that comes to visit her. All right, right, so it's 600 600 and 400 is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen, God bless. Well, lot of Rosie. it's probably about 350 or maybe three now. Well, she had the baby. So, and the other one's up to like 665. She's like getting bigger. So, so you're telling me nice. you like a
2: hundred pounds was the baby?
1: No, no, no. But she lost weight from the stomach stapling, but then she started gaining weight back on. She was using the baby as an excuse to eat more, but All then right. she started cutting back. And their brother oh, actually boy. got involved and Holy he's getting fuck. the stapling. He lost like 75 pounds. He was over four bills. It's Listen, fucking man. fascinating. Well, I, I hear there's a an... god bless him.
0: Hey, there's an opening for another show on the network. So if you want to start the thousand-pound uh, okay. sister pot, thousand-pound sister <laughs> podcast, maybe you could do like a.
1: Kevin got it. The thousand-pound podcast. There you go.
0: Thousand-pound podcast. Kate's trying to throw me under the bus because uh, I talked about how uh, I will watch Bob Ross as I fall asleep.
1: What's wrong? F- wrong uh, dude, with Bob come Ross. on. Nothing's That's
0: wrong incredible. with Bob Ross. He makes, he fucking. Paints majestic paint, and it me. He makes it look so fucking easy. He just takes a brush and he smashes it on a canvas, and there's like
2: you see. It's like a freaking spackle. It's like a kitchen knife, and he just starts putting stuff on there like a steak knife, and he's just scraping stuff on that thing. He's the best. Bob Vila and Bob Ross in the same boat. Kevin, either one of them. That uh, that
0: Peacock, right? If you get the app on your phone, there they have a channel where all it does is show Bob Uh, Ross, twenty four seven.
2: Oh God, that's a happy little channel.
0: That's what do we. That's why I put. up. Sometimes we put Bob Ross on to fall asleep to. Sometimes, like I said, you got to take a break from murder. Uh, Lisa, and, Lisa is in the chat on the Facebook. She pointed out, and Kevin, I think this would answer your question. Law and Order SVU. If I'm flipping channels and Law and Order SVU comes on, I'm in. Give me Mister. See, are, I like. You're three, three nights
2: away from Stabler's return.
0: Wait, he's coming back
2: to SV? Not uh, a, a one night dual crossover event because there's a new law and order coming out uh, law and order god what's it called uh, uh organized crime and that's stabler's okay. vehicle huh?
1: the uh, sad part is the original show has gone and that was my favorite out of all of them i uh, love it was the
2: worst show. out of all of them no fuck off dude it was the best out of uh, out of out of uh svu uh criminal intent and the regular law and order law and order was the worst one
0: no, uh, see, I didn't like Criminal Intent with Vincent D'Onofrio. He was, like, really way too, he was always, I didn't like his character because he always felt like he was way smarter than everybody else. Like, why are you a fucking right. detective if you know everything? You should be a fucking professor.
2: I, I agree with that. He's he's like the match striker of Law & Order.
1: Vincent D'Onofrio was Private Pyle, wasn't he? Yes. Speaking of Private Pyle, did you know Bob Ross before his painting career he was in the Air Force?
2: Mm. All right.
1: Do some research on him. He was a fucking maniac.
2: So wait, was he
1: 180 degree difference from Bob Ross the painter? So was he Ranger Ross? Bob Ross, huh? (laughs) Was he Ranger
2: Ross? (laughs) Howdy ho, Ranger
0: Ross! Uh, uh, We do this is a wrestling podcast, but the Law and Order conversation in the Facebook group has got us a little. Kate says, "Criminal Intent," the worst. The Mott Spock says, "The original, the OG, is the best." I'm going to go out. I don't know if Leeds is still watching SVU is my shit. I could watch sex crimes all day. I don't know if that means I'm broken or something, yeah, but that shit I'm is broken, fascinating man. as fuck.
1: Yeah, But you like, you like weird shit. Like you're into like murder documentaries and stuff and serial killers. And yeah. That fucking... I actually have,
2: I have a joke about law and order SVU where it's at the point where like, I watch law and order SVU so much when I'm like in the afternoon, if I turn on the USA network and law and order SVU is not on, I call customer service. Cause I'm, I'm concerned. There you go. Like, I watch it. Um. So Matt, you said SVU. What else?
0: I would. Uh, that's really it.
2: I mean, I mean, you go out of your way to watch like The Office. You'll you'll seek out certain yeah. shows, but like if you stumble upon,
0: that's probably it. SVU.
2: It. My wife will put
0: something on. Look, because I know about The House Hunt. I've I've fallen down the house hunter's hole.
2: I'm a big. I'll, there there's no chance I'm turning off Chopped. There's no chance I'm turning off The Office, Seinfeld. And probably American Pickers are the shows that I'm not turning off, if I see them, unless they're corresponding with one of the other ones. Then that's quite the conundrum.
1: I can't think of the last time I watched Seinfeld. I just, it's not on the radar. You know what we watch too at night sometimes? Well, you're in bed. It's on at 11 o'clock What, The Honeymooners? No, but close. On BET1, they rerun Sanford and Son on Saturday nights. Sanford and Son rerun every single channel ever. Sanford is on fucking rules, dude. Red Fox, when he, when he fucking works, when he plays off on of Esther. Cause you know, she's a fucking, she's a pretty raunchy comedian as well. She came up with Red Fox. That's why they were on the show together. She is fucking filthy, filthy comedian. They work so well together. The two of them. I love watching that show. Love it. Now we watch Kevin's Heine on the Facebook.
0: Let's see your hiney hole. Kevin, make it talk like Ace Ventura. What's he doing?
1: You want to ask me a few questions?
3: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: The Twilight Zone is another one, but I th- it always is that marathon right around New Year's. And then that'll carry on a couple days where we're watching it on like uh, Netflix or something.
1: I used to watch the um, Mythbusters, the marathons around the holidays. Okay, yeah. Yep. It'd fucking them for like two straight weeks. That was good stuff. I used to like watch it. You know what else we've been getting back into? BattleBots. BattleBots. BattleBots is a fucking great show. You know who used to be on that show? Chris Jericho used to host it. Mick Foley used to host it. And it's still running. Yeah, these people build these big fucking oh, robots and they the just battle is. in the BattleBot arena. It's fantastic. Some of them shoot have... fire. Some of them have fucking like uh, like fucking spinning blades and they knock the shit out of each other. Oh, it's fantastic. Fan. I I had the
2: complete box set of uh, Stanford and Son back here. I know I do, but just not at arm's reach.
3: Dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. I just got a Sanford and Son shirt. I would have worn that tonight.
2: All
0: right. Wait, you just this. got a Sanford and Sons t-shirt?
1: Sanford and Sons. No,
2: the box set, the entire DVDs I have. No, no I, I know, but...
1: Bought do you, you bought yeah. a t-shirt? Yeah. I had to get a shirt for my brother-in-law for his birthday coming up, so I said, well, I'm ordering one shirt. I might as well order a shirt for myself. I got a Sanford and Son.
0: Tony two shirts. Uh,
1: shirt. No, Tony one shirt, because I got the other shirt for, for somebody else.
0: Uh, the Bergman says uh he can watch Psych all the time.
1: How about getting Silk stalkings. stalkings? Yeah. Leg on bench. Leg on bench, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so was that the big show?
2: Yeah, I knocked Ooh. him down while I was I knocked him down while I was looking for the Sanford and son, so he's joining us you know. Uh
0: there was a wrestling pay per view Friday night that we uh we talked to That's Josh it. the Goods Woods about and uh I told that motherfucker I told him, I told him old man Silas and Tony, you've fucking coward. You picked against him. How dare you? You didn't have the nerve to tell him on our show last week. Granted, it got you a win, but you didn't have the cojones to tell Josh Woods. I'm going to pick against you.
2: Wait, didn't he though?
0: No, Tony did not say he was going to pick against Josh Woods.
1: Did I say I was picking for him though?
0: No, but I me think- and Kevin were very vocal about picking Josh Woods. Two Josh and Woods.
1: Both look the fool for doing so. Not the you know, biggest as fools
0: Josh Woods looks.
1: Fucking old man Silas took him out. Stupid-o Stupido. What is that? Don't mind me. I'm fucking. Just, I'm just dancing. I like the no, music. No, but
2: what's the music though?
1: It's the pay per view picks. We're talking about the pay per view, aren't we, we? We can't.
2: We can't hear it. It's very, very low. You want me to turn it up? No, we can't even remotely hear it. Can you hear it?
0: Now I can.
1: Sorry, it's loud. I'll have to
3: turn it down. Is
2: that but, better? But, yeah, but w- the way you had it before was just like, it, it, we thought. I thought it was like a ringtone from your phone. Oh. There we go.
3: Okay.
0: So we picked the Ring of Honor our 19th anniversary show. I think we're all in the same boat. There was no outcome to Vincent and Matt Taven. It was a no contest. They both fell off the balcony, or they were pushed off the balcony through the tables. There was no winner declared. Okay. We all picked the same guy to win.
1: All right. So doesn't matter fun. anyway.
2: But I put it as a no contest, because they didn't raise anyone's hand.
1: That's fine. Whatever.
2: I had to watch that a couple times to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Like in that, that last bot, just to make sure that there wasn't a like account a or anything right. like
0: that. Do you know who uh, Dutch is? Yes, I do. It's very exciting. Big go caught Yeah.
2: One half of uh Team Tremendous.
0: Yeah, that's a great get for Ring With of Honor. Dan Barry. A lot of surprises at the Ring of Honor show here. Um so Kevin, you were in the lead going into this show. You still maintain your lead. You still are in the single digit uh loss column. You only still have nine losses. You uh you went five and four. All right. Uh me and that's Tony me and Tony went six and three. Uh, we all lost the four-way match at the beginning on the pre-show. It was Brian Johnson. Brian yeah. Johnson won. Yeah. Uh, Eli Isom, Dan Housen, and LSG.
1: You guys took Isom, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I went with LSG, of course. Uh, you know what?
2: what your, your heart. You put your heart into that one. Not bad picks either.
0: I thought because they did a nice big package last week on Eli Isom that they were going to kind of strap the rocket to him.
1: Well, we know what Matt says about big packages. I love the big
0: package. (laughs) That's right. I do. I'm a size king. Of course you are. Uh, We all won on Shane Taylor promotions. Uh, Moses and Khan essentially carried the match, and they were trying to tell a story that Shane Taylor looked off. So I don't know what that means going forward. There was no mention of it on Ring of Honor TV. And the problem with Ring of Honor... Uh Uh-oh. Well, no, it's weird because they did so... Their weekly TV show that they're doing the Ring of Honor watch party for tonight and that was on Honor Club was taped before the 19th anniversary show. So, like, Taven is on commentary for the Beer City Bruiser-Mike Bennett uh, match. So, I guess that dropped in syndication, like, Thursday or Friday, like, before the pay-per-view because everything on the most recent episode is pre-pay-per-view. Yes. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Nothing that would affect the 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 show happened on Ring of Honor TV. Um, and then at the end of that match, the Mexi Cools, um, no, what are they called? Mexi Squad. Yes. Wait, what? The Mexi Squad.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, they they had a little falling out. Flamita
2: transportation with another.
0: Flamita was being a dick to everybody. He was very ornery.
1: Was he a dick to
0: go? Uh, no, he was not a dick to go. But he was a dick to Bandito and Ray Horace. Horus. So uh, they decided uh, they were going to have a three-way dance later in the night. So we got that, Jim. Now, mm. Tony, I gave you a couple matches to watch. Did you watch all the matches? And I forgot what I told you.
1: I watched the TV title match. Okay. Um, I watched the main event. Okay. And there was a third match that I watched.
0: Draper and... the third
1: match? Who's the third match? Draper, I don't remember. As you go through it, I'll, I'll okay. tell you. Don't so
0: don't we remember. all watched the show. The TV title match, Kenny King, uh, we got news uh, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, that Dragon Lee had to have uh, surgery on his broken eardrum. So he's out. But Kenny King's going to defend the TV title for him. And he's going to def- uh, Bestia Del King is going to because they're all in the same faction, he's going to defend the TV, uh, the tag tag titles. titles. So Kenny King comes out for this match against Hot Sauce, former guest of the show. And he's yelling, he's screaming, this should be my title. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? The match wasn't terrible. I don't understand the fucking finish. Why was was Amy Rose throwing the belt in
1: at that moment when Kenny King was in control? Because she fucking hates Kenny king right doesn't she hate kenny king like that's they were always arguing at least yeah there's no
0: love lost between them but still that's where you're making your money being a manager of champions nobody wants you if you're a manager of the scrubs
1: Mm. well maybe she feels like this was necessary to get kenny king out of uh lfi or yeah look if
0: kenny but at that point in the match kenny king is not losing he's in control so I didn't understand it. The psychology, nothing of it made sense.
1: Yeah, and it's weird that like they both stared at the belt, but the, the whole belt throwing in aside, when when um when he noticed that Kenny King was looking down at the belt, I know pronouns, pal. Tracy looked saw him look down at the belt, and he went for the belt. Perfect, grab them, pile driver, done. Yes, I got. And he, on the, and he didn't land on the belt either, so he couldn't call for a DQ. So perfect.
0: I got that. I just didn't understand why she was throwing the belt in when she did. I don't know if there was a miscue.
1: Like... Yeah, the referee kind of kept looking and looking and looking. It was it was weird. You're right. You're right.
0: But Hot, okay. Sauce, Hot Sauce gets the win.
2: He's your new TV champion. Yeah. I'm so mad that I, I didn't pick this right because in my head, like we talked about it for a while that we at some point thought that the foundation – and, again, this will be proven ro- wrong later in the show – but at at one point I feel like we all thought that the foundation was going to have all of the belts. So if I, I guess for a split second in my head, I forgot that that's what I thought. And I picked Kenny King, which, and I'm a big Kenny King guy. I just wish that I, this is the one, if I, if I could take a mulligan on any match in this show, this would be the one.
0: Fair enough. Um, But with, with, With LFI, you never know. There could have been shenanigans across the board. Because me and you were in the same boat on the main event, Kevin. Uh, Because I was in that mindset where I thought uh, the foundation was walking out with all the gold. Uh, Tony actually picked Roosh to retain. Uh, Across the board, we all took uh, Flip in the next match to beat Mark Briscoe. It was a short, sweet match. Uh, I thought the commentators did a great job of pointing out that Flip is not a bad guy. He's just doing his job. He's a mercenary, and that's what people pay him to do. That's right. Uh, I still think he's a whiny bitch. Uh, They also brought up the fact, yeah, I'm calling out Flip now, okay? He cries. He's crying all the time. He's being a cheater. You can't be a cheater in Ring of Honor and expect to get to the top. And now he's taking people's money. He's doing the dirty work. I get it. Somebody's got to do it. Come on, Flip. You're better than
1: that. Hold up. Time out. Isn't Rouge fucking cheating every match and he's on the top? Come on, bro. All
0: right. You know Don't what? Mean shit. Good point. Good point. Don't mean shit. Yeah, but Rouge has his posse. Hmm.
1: Who's running with Flip? Maybe that's a Flip problem.
0: You know what, it wasn't a Flip problem if Marty Skrull kept his dick in his drawers And he wasn't doing shit to kids who weren't old enough to have sex with
1: come on now Well,
0: that's it, that's not Flip's problem He was part of the group, and then old fucking dick pants couldn't keep his dick in his pants
1: Dick pants? (laughs) Old dick pants
3: I think that's
0: why
1: he used to wear the fucking horn mask, right?
2: (laughs) Pew, pew Oh, Flip is getting, Flip is getting paid, baby yeah, Flip
1: is getting paid,
0: and he has a world championship title match in his back pocket. But he has no friends.
2: Ah, who needs friends? Hey, this isn't the pro. This isn't the pro wrestling friendship. This is the yeah. professional wrestling business.
1: Yeah, right? and Stone Cold right. didn't have any friends. Okay, but
0: when Flip has to, if Flip decides he's going after Roosh, Roosh has got a squad with him that always tends to interfere in matches. Here's something. Yeah, but Flip like has but maybe... Flip
2: can do some like. He could do some like Mission Impossible type stuff, or like he or some diehard
1: shit. Flip's got money. His background, guys. Guys, an army. Guys, an army vet. Flip could hire some people. He could hire some mercenaries of his own. Oh, a mercenary on
0: top of a mercenary.
1: Plus, fucking double mercenary. a A sub mercenary.
0: Kevin says he's got special ops moves. So yeah. All right. I still don't think he has a snowball chance in hell. All right. Well, unless he gets some, so he buys some people. Some buys some protection.
1: Well, well mm. Maybe Ring of Honor will bring an APA. Maybe you need to get brought in. Maybe maybe they'll bring an
0: AOP. I'm in no shape yet. All right, I just got back on the yoga yesterday. I just started yeah. eating right today. Alright, I got my sheep's milk, cheese, we're good, but I got a ways Fuck to go.
1: I was thinking about that earlier. I gotta start doing the fucking diet again.
0: Yeah, we went on like a run like the last two weeks where we were like we had the Hello Fresh and that was like, Yeah, we don't feel like cooking tonight. And then when I ate like fourteen white castles the other night, Brandon's like this ain't how you got to, you got to do something. Oh, 14. it was delicious. 18. Yeah. Wow. Two, du- two, two double cheeseburgers, four jalapeno cheese, six chicken ring sandwiches with cheese and a sack of
2: onion rings. All right, so, so see, all right. So you said 14. I'm, when when <laughs> and you a said large that, I'm like, I'm thinking like, all right, traditional sliders. No problem. 14 not the most astronomical number I've ever heard. But now you're dropping double cheeses and jalapenos double and cheese. chicken rings. Double jalapeno.
3: Dude, that's, that's the
2: equivalent of probably 46 sliders. Oh, I ate chicken a lot.
0: Rings, I ate a lot. I was hungry. I was hungry. I didn't have lunch that day at work.
1: Kev, he was hungry. Maddie, hungry.
0: Yeah, but now we got to pull. The, I got to, you know, and last night, we got some uh, spaghetti squash. And we made a spaghetti squash with a meat sauce. So we had that for dinner. And I had that for lunch today. I had some eggs for breakfast. I had some almonds as a snack.
2: Ooh, a lot of
1: protein in there. Yeah. Raw vegetables. Raw vegetables. The DDPY diet, you can eat as many raw vegetables as you want.
0: Salad. I got a lot of arugula downstairs because I like arugula. Arugula. I do like arugula very much, so.
3: Arugula.
0: I got my arugula. I got my cherry tomatoes. I got my artichokes. I got my sheep's milk cheese. I'm excited.
1: I love arugula and tomatoes on a prosciutto sandwich on a baguette with a little balsamic vinaigrette. That's the idea of a arugula.
0: That sounds good. I'm going to shit my I'm definitely shitting my pants at some point tonight, too.
1: How's the pipes in the house? Are they, were they able to handle the fucking tsunami of White Castle?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were fine. No issues.
1: No clogs? No. no. Did I ever tell you the time my cousin Dennis shit out a bundle of chicken wings and it wouldn't go down the fucking toilet?
0: I don't know if you've ever told the story on the show, but I'm sure. All right.
1: Quick, quick aside from your Uncle Tony. Here's a great story. So my cousin, the FFB uh, from MBW fame came over to visit.
2: Oh, yeah. The prestigious MBW.
1: Do you
0: remember? Everyone knows about that. Don't you dare besmirch the good name of the MBW. I'm just
1: saying
2: who who listening here knows about the MBW? Uh, Oh, people listen to the show. They know about the MBW.
0: The website resurfaced in the discord a couple weeks ago, Kevin.
1: Yeah, it was all over the place. Anyway. You remember how they used to package um, Tootsie Pops?
2: That's right. Keep going. Tootsie Pops.
1: You know how they used to bundle them so, like, all the heads are on one side and all the sticks are on the other? Like like, Like a bouquet of Tootsie Pops? Pretty much, yeah. So my cousin took a shit, and I was like, all right. So I was doing other shit in the house, right? And my brother comes, yo, he fucked up the toilet. There's this fucking ball in the toilet that will not go down. And when you were flushing it, it was like a fucking bob. It went up and it went down. It would not go down the hole. It looked like a fucking brown shit fucking bundle of Tootsie Pops. This is how we got rid of it. Hand in the garbage bag, grab it out of the toilet, reverse it, and then they buried it in the yard. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Kevin, wouldn't go down. They tried poking it with a stick and it wouldn't break. I'm like, okay. how the fuck did you pass this thing? If, if this is
2: payback for the what TV show do you watch thing, <laughs> then I'll take the bullet for that. And I'm sorry that I brought that previous question up. Um, <laughs> there is no need for that to be shared at all. I
0: can't that believe is- almost 10 years, Kevin, you have not adjusted to the shit stories.
1: I can't believe Kevin's never heard that story. You heard that story before, right? Yes,
0: that's why. I, and went I don't off. remember
2: yesterday. You think I'm remembering a ten-year-old shitball story? I well, mean, it's if... like the new listeners; it's new to them. Yeah. See.
0: All right, back to the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Uh,
2: Please, thank you. Never thought I'd ever hear those words. Really? Oh no! Or be. Kevin hates- Glad to hear those words.
0: Clearly, Kevin's not a big Ring of Honor fan, huh? No, I, I didn't mean it like that. It just, I mean, it's not like we're talking. That about- came.
2: That was more of a slight on the the bouquet of poop, poopy pop poop than it was the uh, Ring of Honor product, which I'm very fond of.
0: Uh, Flip gets the win. He uses his um, his Death Valley <laughs> Driver, whatever he calls it, after a low blow because he's a fucking cheater. So I guess maybe maybe he aligns him. Maybe Roosh hires him to be his uh, muscle.
2: More yeah, muscle. But Matt. He won. So that makes him a winner. Right. And that makes Mark Briscoe Tony.
0: Fucking loser. That's right. Uh Dalton Castle, he was in a rush to have this match with Josh Woods. Nobody knew why. He was in uh, a rush. He was. He was in a rush. He came out. He was like, Come on, let's go. He didn't come out with his flag, no peacocks, no nothing. He just had to go. And uh peacock. You know, fucking uh Josh Woods wants to do it his way. He wants to use wrestling. Silas wants to use a chair. They have a little disagreement. It backfires, and Silas fucking waffles Josh the good Woods with the chair. And Dalton Castle rolls him up for the win, and then Silas gets on the mic, and he gets in his face, and he's being a motherfucker.
1: Matt, you know what? he talked shit about Silas in his interview saying he was more interested in the pure champion. I was just going to bring that up, Tony. You read my mind. I didn't mean to fucking blow the lead on that one for you. No, came. no.
2: I mean, if you say it, that's that, that makes more sense. It's insane. We've
1: so forced- this is, this is Kevin's fault for putting out a press release. That's getting fucking picked up all over the wrestling universe. Just in time for ring of honor, 19th anniversary. Good job, Kev.
0: No, you know whose fault this happy- is. This is Josh Wood's fault because I told him last week, you're stunting your growth. He was doing great without Silas. He was killing it in the pure division. He did well in the pure tournament. He was, you know, he had a hiccup against Dalton Castle. And this is what had Silas come back in his fucking Goodwill store
2: suit. And now look. He said in the... and and our our conversation with him because it was definitely more of like a good time hang than it was a, you know, straight up interview. He was like, if I had to choose one between the pure and the tag titles, I probably take the pure. And then he was like, shh, don't tell Silas. He's like, don't tell Don't tell Silas. Don't you dare tell Silas. And that's what I guess Silas heard it. And
1: Silas, not a happy camper.
2: Everyone listens to the podcast, man. Silas listens. Well Tony, maybe you and
0: Old Man Silas can watch fucking House Hunters International together.
3: Wouldn't
1: mind.
0: wouldn't oh uh, no, you wouldn't. I'll see if I can set that up. Maybe a the patriotic. Two of us, the,
1: the two of us under a blanket enjoying some uh some some tea international coffees and all that shit. Put a Java log on.
0: Why would you wow. get under a blanket and then try and drink a hot hot, hot tea?
1: So this way we're like nice and cozy. Yeah, but know? if you're we under do.
0: the are you like sitting up under
1: yeah, the blanket? Okay. Or we could spoon a little bit, you know. Yeah, but what
0: went when the tea? You can't drink tea laying down.
1: Well, who said laying down? I mean, you know, it's me yeah, and but silence. you he, imply he that him. you're
0: under the covers. I assume you're laying down, and then when you say oh, you're spooning, but you just shock yourself.
2: I'm just getting, I'm getting used to the new setup, and I just elbowed the the. <laughs> I just elbowed the tray table. You go up, you're under the covers up to the neck or to the shoulder, the shoulder region, and you you know.
1: Put the coffee right if front. you're
2: sitting up. But Tony said he would spoon with
0: Silas. That implies I, didn't
1: say I would be drinking coffee while I was spooning with Silas. You didn't say you said up. tea.
2: Could you do tea, coffee, a vertical L shaped spoon? Is that possible? Can you spoon sitting up?
1: I would let him sit on my lap and I'd put my arms around him. Oh,
2: I think that's called missionary.
1: <laughs> mm, no, no, that's the
2: opposite of missionary,
0: actually.
1: That's like that's a Doggy? I
0: don't no, know. It's reverse CG. Reverse
1: cowgirl? No, reverse
0: cowgirls when she's facing or he is facing out.
1: But you're both yeah, the same you. way in, in that
2: anyway. How else me. would you be sitting on somebody's lap? Facing them?
0: I don't know. I don't know how you fucking weirdos you cuddle with
2: people. All right. <laughs> All right. So basically, we have Tony <laughs> and Silas. Sitting, you, Tony, you got a
1: headboard? It's on the couch. Oh, on the couch. All right. <laughs> Can we move on? Why is Ring of Honor taking forty-five minutes? Forty-five. We've talked about Ring of Honor for ten
0: minutes. We yeah, talked about this fucking. Nothing it to do with Ring of like Honor. Does it feel like a thousand-pound sisters are sitting on you? Uh, Silas got a lot of muscle. I'll tell you what. Things I never thought I'd hear on this show. Tony, do you have a headboard?
2: <laughs> well, that that'll assist in the the sitting upping of, of course. The,
0: yeah. No, I get where you. we have to paint a visual. I just, you know, that's one of those things I never thought we would ask each other on the air.
1: You learn something new every day. Uh, So much fun right now.
0: Jay Briscoe beats EC3. I'll tell you what, if they cut out like 10 minutes of this match, it would have been great
1: bullshit ec3 should have fucking won ec3's a fucking loser man what's going on with him <laughs> how do you say he should have won? And I call him a loser and he should have won fucking dude ec3 did fuck all in wwe now he's getting beat by fucking the briscoes in ring of honor well on, hey, briscoe's one of the biggest stars in the history of the company he's gotta win ec3 needed this win and he fucking lost yeah you know that we- makes him a fucking loser that's, that's right. right he's a fucking piece of shit you know i'm gonna start calling out ec3 you know what, EC3? I want to bang your aunt. There you go. How you like them apples? Fight oh, me, God. dude.
0: I don't think that's really his aunt. Oh, Dixie, I got it. I got it. Name, I got it, bro. Yeah, but what if somebody no, like thinking... hears this and is like,
1: <laughs> "Old fucking wonky <laughs> eye," herself?
0: <laughs> God. Now, Tony, are you mad because you picked EC3 to win this? Do you? Yes. Are you... are you selling short the fact that Jay Briscoe is a two-time Ring of Honor World Champion, multiple-time Tag Champion? been there since day one he's got in there and he's tangled with masawa samoa joe cm punk daniel bryan seth rollins
1: fair enough but he's won all these championships is he still champion he's
0: as much as a champion as EC3 is as he a champion still
1: champion no so he had these championships and he lost them at some point correct yes do I need to spell it out for okay, you? Okay,
0: but then why do you think EC3
2: should have won this?
1: Because EC3 needed this fucking win, dude. Tony, I kind of
2: disagree with you. And I know I just said that Jay Briscoe is one of the biggest stars in the history of the company. But for some reason, I felt like the win would benefit Jay Briscoe more than it would EC3. I don't know why I think that. EC3 has done, I mean, you know, Impact, whatever WWE's run. But, like, I felt like Jay Briscoe would benefit more from the win than ec3 i don't know why just the way just the way it felt to me
1: i i kind of get that but i just feel like lately ec3 kind of like he's not established anywhere like after impact he went he went around he like he doesn't have a new home and i think a win against jay briscoe would have like solidified him as like a ring of honor guy
2: but is just, he go? is he going to be a ring of honor guy for the foreseeable future i
1: don't know i don't
3: know
0: i believe what? he signed I'm no i'm be- i believe he's signed to ring of honor for how there long for how long i don't know uh i do think him losing does not hurt him because you lost to jay you didn't lose to eli ice with all due respect to Eli, you lost to jay briscoe as kevin said like a huge star he proved that he belongs there it's not like when they brought in alberto del rio when he was a free agent to lose to jay lethal uh and then he was gone after that anniversary show or
2: whatever show i think it was an anniversary show and i I think that's the point that i probably didn't make clear enough is that i think that while Jay Briscoe certainly does benefit from every win, I think it I think the point I was trying to make is that it doesn't really hurt EC three. EC three's got such a ridiculous like persona that like it's just like it almost seems like he could lose like the next like six or seven matches and it wouldn't hurt him. I I don't know.
0: And look if the booking is if the booking's done right and the to- story is told properly, yeah, I'm with you on that, Kev. Yeah.
1: Fair enough.
2: He looks like a million fucking bucks. Holy shit. Wow, he's always been in tremendous shape. Ever since he was Derek Bateman.
0: I actually thought you froze Tony, but that's just you doing whatever, <laughs> whatever you're doing. And then I saw you move a little, so I was good with that. Um, next was a match we didn't pick. Uh, it was the three way that they added at the post, uh, the end of the YouTube show. Bandito, Orris, Flamita. Um, it was an awesome match. Yeah. Uh they did shit that I didn't think was possible in a triple threat match. Go out, check this out if you're looking to watch like a, just a fun match. It was fucking awesome. Bedito won with the twenty one plex. Um Flamita's still butthurt about it. He says the Mexi cool, Mexi squad is dead. Um yeah. and uh yeah, that was that. So Kevin, thoughts on this one? Since I know Tony didn't watch it.
2: Um and this is we this match was added and I texted you guys that a match was added, but I didn't specify. The reason why this isn't included in the picks is because I thought that it would lead Matt to a spoiler conclusion that they had lost to Shane Taylor's team. So uh, if I had mentioned this in our picks uh, that this match was added, why would the six-man tag team champions automatically be in a match against each other? It would just make no sense. So that's why we didn't include it in the picks. I'm so happy for this seemingly and maybe for the last few years this Lucha insertion in, in the major wrestling companies in America whether it's AEW whether it's Ring of Honor whether it's MLW it's just incredible to see these guys get all these platforms and this matches. like this is like a I know triple threat matches can be kind of you know gimmicked and, and weird as opposed to a traditional one-on-one Lucha match this match was off the charts freaking ridiculous wow
0: Kind of thing, I agree so. Kevin's got a stand now So he's adjusting to it So don't If yeah. you hear the bonks uh, It's just Kevin adjust. He's hands free
3: Yeah I'm uh, hands free And I'm literally Smacking my
0: hat And my face on the You'll be good back You'll back figure back. it out You'll get used to it uh, yeah. Next was the fight Without honor Taven and Vincent It was I guess Ring of honor's Version of a cinematic match um, Yeah It served its – I mean, I wasn't disappointed in it. I wasn't like, that was awesome. It just kind of was what it was, a fight in a VFW hall.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think the big thing to take away with it was that uh, we have – a. it looks like we have a new member of The Righteous, uh, which is Dutch, uh, Bill Carr. So that's cool
2: formerly of uh, the great New York tag team, Team Tremendous. Well, I don't know if they're still on the team, but I believe he was with Dan Barry as part of Team Tremendous. Dan Barry, also a very funny stand-up comic, so go check him out. But, ah, I didn't recognize him at first. I had to obviously go to the to the interwebs because it's been a while since we've seen him, and he looks totally different. I yep. changed his Twitter handle already. Uh, great debut. Great stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with him. And I like, uh, and I guess we'll talk about this when we get to the end. So I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Tony. Yo. They're bringing back the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, and they're going to do a tournament this summer.
1: Doc.
2: Yay.
0: Angelina Love and Mandy Leon came out. And Maria Canellas Bennett said, Angelina Love, if you can beat Quinn McKay, you get a bye in the first round.
2: I like that Quinn McKay is going to work.
1: Quinn McKay is going to fucking eat her lunch.
3: Yeah.
2: Quinn McKay is winning this market right now.
0: I hope so. I was not, uh, and I think Tony texted us a couple of weeks ago. He thought he recognized Quinn McKay as a worker, and I was not sure, but then Tony did his due diligence, and she what, did she win a Super 8?
1: It was like the women's version. It was to crown the first like ECWA women's champion. I forget exactly what they called it, but yeah, for all intents and purposes, it was a, it was a ECWA women's super eight.
0: So that'll that'll be good. It'll be interesting to see uh, who they bring in for this.
1: Sumi Sakai. You would think,
0: right? Right, but who? Else? You can't have a four person tournament, can you? Sure, you can sure i know you have session moth but can she is she, you know what's the travel thing because i know she's from ireland
3: well you don't but,
1: have her
0: well you're gonna do it don't tell me you're gonna do a tournament and then have four people wrestle that's not a tournament
1: i'm sure that, i'm sure they can get some 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 beautiful talented women from right here in the good old us of a
0: that's fine i don't need beautiful i just need talented entertain me
1: a couple of beautiful i mean look every men's tournament you got a couple slavs. we got a couple of handsome guys right
0: I right? guess, I guess. Like
1: for every Mick Foley in a tournament, I'm not saying Mick's not handsome, but he's a little slovenly. You got a rock who's, you know, quite handsome. All right, yeah, that's a good I point. Know. You know?
2: Maybe they bring in our dear good friend who just posted a picture of herself wearing our Shining Wizards pink and black. Maybe Gabby. Oh! Gabby, or- that's a good Gabby call. Ortiz.
0: That'd be a great call. and She just posted a picture of rock in the pink and black.
2: And it's got 236 likes.
1: And she's attractive. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Nice. Maybe they bring in some of the Listen, say what you want. There's some talent around the New Jersey. I, mean, I can't speak for the entire country, but in Jersey alone and New York and maybe if you want to go to down to Philly, there's some talent, man. So it's it's right in their wheelhouse to to bring in maybe like um God, I don't want to I don't want you know, what, I'm not going to mention names cuz I don't want to leave anyone out. The the Gabby thing just happened to pop up and I I saw her wearing the shirt. So you got some talent man there's no lack of talent that's for sure there's no lack of talent in the area that ring of honor could bring in or maybe they bring in they go with the established names maybe i don't know who's under uh tony you might be able to answer this better i don't know who's in their talent with companies like you know nwa or you know the united network or championship wrestling but maybe like a marty bell maybe uh you know maybe you, you maybe Kyrie sane comes back from i don't know like who knows
1: maybe kayla sparks makes her return
2: Kayla Sparks has a lot on her plate right now, Tony. Kayla Sparks. has a TV show. Yeah. That that wasn't even sarcastic. That was, like, legit proud, I'm happy for her type comment.
0: Uh, next up was my favorite match, the Ring of Honor Pure Championship match, Jonathan Gresham and Dak Draper. What a fucking match. What a story. This was awesome. I really like this.
2: I hate the cliche, but dare we say that this was Dak Draper's coming out party, Matt? hundred percent. Yeah. hundred
0: percent. First of all, I like how he wore three shirts to the ring. And then Caprice <laughs> Coleman said, Caprice Coleman said, that's what happens when you don't move your merch. I fucking laughed so loud. Uh, oh,
2: we didn't even talk about, I'm sorry, Matt. We didn't even talk about Rocky Romero joining the, the commentary that's team. That's right. Was Rocky was there. Yeah. A little surprise key in the beginning. That was awesome.
0: That was awesome. This match was unbelievable. They used, both guys used all the rope breaks before the 10 minute mark. Um, and man, this was just a great storytelling, great wrestling action. Uh, they worked the match like it was a, a like a shoot. It was almost like a shoot match. It was fucking great. The storytelling was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Uh, and they work great together. Um, you don't realize how tiny Jonathan Gresham is until you see him in the ring with Dak Draper.
2: Dak well, Draper's got he's got height. He's got he's got size. So, and that's probably why WWE gave him a look. Awesome match. Tony,
0: you didn't watch this match either?
1: Didn't get to see this one.
0: Okay. Um, Next up was the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles. The foundation was successful again. So Tracy Williams, two weeks ago on the show, said he's looking to make history and walk out with two brand-new championships. And he did so. They beat uh, LFI, which was Bestia, Del Ring, and Kenny King. Kenny King substituting, or excuse me, Bastia substituting for Dragon Lee. This was another finish that I thought was fucking weird.
1: Was Amy Rose involved in this? Yes. So what happened?
0: Bastia wants to use a chair, so he calls for it, and she slides it in the ring, and he has a problem with the way she slid it into the ring, and that allows Rhett Titus to get him from behind and put him in that weird full Nelson submission.
2: Alright, so isn't that kind of isn't that kind of like a, a callback to what happened in the TV title match? It's it's her tossing something into the ring that just doesn't end up well. Well he
0: this time he asked for it and it got to Bastia, but he was like, You need to give it to me the way I asked. I guess handing it to him. I haven't the slightest idea.
1: Crazy. It was just weird. It wi-
2: seems like it seems like maybe if even if the execution wasn't perfect, the idea behind it was uh you know, consistent. I guess. Right. I don't like, know. I, I, thought understand it was... you mean, I understand that. Like the, I understand what you mean. Where like, they were on the offensive when she threw the the belt in, so that didn't make sense. But it just seems like they were trying to go with the story of her being involved in it, not working out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they worked her out all right. Uh,
2: oh God! Didn't that? Did not see that coming.
0: Red. Uh. Red. Um. Red hits a drop kick while he's distracted. He gets him in the full Nelson clutch, um, which I guess the best way to describe it is like a a camel clutch, but instead of uh, putting the arms over the knees, he has him in a full Nelson, so he's applying all the pressure to his back, if you can see that visually. Uh, Bestia taps. uh, So we have new tag champions. The foundation leaves. Kenny King is fucking screaming at Amy Rose, um, and she says, Fuck you and goes to leave. And Kenny King grabs her, says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, you know, whatever. And, uh, he's holding her arm, like apologizing to her. And then, uh, he says, like, uh, you're done now. And Bastia fucking spears her. And that's a wrap. I'm guessing she's at a LFI.
1: So let me ask you a question. Now, Bea Priestley took a cutter and everybody's in an uproar. Right. But everybody's okay with, uh, with, uh, What's her face getting speared now? You know what?
0: I was not in an uproar over either thing, so I don't know. I didn't have my finger on the pole. I avoided social media Friday and Saturday because yeah, I didn't want enough. to see any spoilers.
1: Gotcha. Understood.
0: Um, and then we had our main event. Oh, sorry, Kev. Go ahead.
2: No, it, it, it caught me off guard, and I, I thought that maybe we're in a place where we don't do that anymore, but they they did. So, I mean, it's still wrestling, and there, I guess if it's wrestling and you accept that it's entertainment, then I guess there's a place for it, especially as long as you're still having intergender matches all over the world. I guess we can't look at it through the lens of pop culture eyes or regular society eyes. It's wrestling, so that's going to happen, I guess.
0: And it's LFI. They're heels. They're done. She's costing them titles, so okay. she's out. Uh, Championship match, Rush J. Lethal. Um. I enjoyed the match. Uh, I like how it started off like it was a traditional wrestling match until Roosh spit on the back of Jay Lethal's head. Yep. Um, we were doing good. And then there was a, uh, for those of you not didn't see it or you missed it, maybe Tony, I don't know if you got to see this. There was a backstage segment in between. I want to say the pure and the tag championship match where Jay Lethal goes to Todd Sinclair and says, please do not uh, call for a disqualification. If there's outside interference, like, We will handle this, please. And Todd says, I'm going to do what I always do and use my discretion, which is why there was that weird moment when um, LFI came out and they hit him with a chair where Todd goes to ring the bell and then he doesn't.
1: Yeah, they mentioned it on commentary. I didn't see the interview backstage, but they they made it uh, clear in commentary that Sinclair was using his discretion.
0: Uh, I really enjoyed the match, though. Um, I thought I, I got kicks at, like, when Roosh dumped a bottle of water over himself, I was like, well, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> but then they went in the ring and they chopped the fuck out of each other. And every time Roosh got chopped, the way the water oh, it was great visually. And I don't know if that's something somebody at Ring of Honor told him to do or if he just did it because he knew they were going to have this chop fest. It was cool.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Maybe he. it could even just be like a happy coincidence where he was just freaking hot as shit and he poured water on himself. And they just happen to get the, the chop spot. It could, be, it could be any one of those things, but I agree, Matt. It absolutely looked fantastic.
0: And a uh, hot finish, lots of uh lethal injections. He gets them with the drop kick in the corner. Uh you know, he gets it twice and he gets the win. Uh and then we're doing a little post match, beat down shenanigans, and here comes oh, I'm sorry, Tony.
1: I like Ian Rickaboni, I really do. But the whole when you mess with the ball Alright, we get it. We get it. We get it. Wait, what happens when you mess with the ball? You Never get the fucking any. horns.
0: Oh that's yeah. what Roosh says.
1: No, that's what Ian Rickaboni says. Yeah, every but that's
0: fucking... what That's his thing. It's his finish.
1: It's like alright, we get it. We understand. But Kevin
0: Kelly does it every time Okada hits the Rainmaker.
1: Yeah. I didn't say that was better.
0: Perro you mess you with make, the bull, you get the horns.
2: The, the, I I guess the only difference is when when Kevin Kelly says it, he's actually doing the rainmaker, whereas the Riccoboni thing is like he's waiting. It's like a two parter. It's like you know what? Like you know what? When you mess with the bull, then you have to wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Yeah, get the horns. Whereas when Okada does it, he's actually doing. He's actually saying it while the rainmaker happens. I don't know. Just my no.
1: It's just weird. It's like all right, we get it. Continue, whatever.
2: Uh, No,
0: no, Manny Kratos. Sammy the Bull is not from TNA. Uh, from TNA is not in Ring of Honor. We're talking about Roosh. Side note. Sammy uh, the Bull. Sidebar. Hold on. Let me just make sure I'm, I got this right.
1: Was it Vito the Bull?
0: No, it was Sammy the Bull.
1: In TNA. Was he a Russo guy? I think no, he was Johnny, in WWE. You mean Johnny the Bull Stamboli?
0: Uh, Johnny the Bull.
1: Not Sammy the Bull.
2: Johnny the Bull. There's no Sammy the Bull, right?
1: Oh, Sammy the Bull was a fucking was a gangster who's in yeah. prison. Yeah. I think. Well,
2: maybe that's what he meant.
1: Oh, is he a, is he a prisoner? Is he, I think he was in witness protection. They got busted for doing something else. He might be in prison. I don't know.
2: I think Johnny the Bull Stamboli was also
1: with Big Vito, the Mama Lukes. Yeah,
2: yes. but I think he also was. Was he Relic, or who he had that that weird like Great Muda mask on in TNA for a while? Relic, Reckon. Uh, damn near, damn kill near, damn near uh, relic. Kill
0: yes. Holy shit!
2: What a pull. That's Johnny the Bull. Well, Kevin's Johnny the Bull pull, pull
0: Uh, so <laughs> you you ain't lying. So Johnny the Bull is also a real estate agent in New Jersey. That's right.
1: I'll sell you a good fucking house. That ain't no bull.
2: Uh,
0: you know
1: what you do when you mess with the bull.
2: You'll get a 4.1 interest rate on your house.
0: (laughs) A friend of the show, Charles Cobb, Pat Cobb.
1: Oh, geez. He texts me.
0: He texts me at the end of February. He goes, uh, John Hugger might refinance my mortgage. I said, I have no fucking, I don't know what that means. He's like, Johnny the Bull, Johnny Stamboli. I was like, holy shit. He's a mortgage guy, huh? That's fucking cool.
1: What is it? Everybody that's in wrestling becomes a mortgage guy.
0: Yeah, sorry. So I saw the cross. Oh, so sorry. We're side, we're all over the fucking place. Oh, today. that's fine, man. We're interacting, baby. I love it. Um, okay. So you don't like you mess with the bull, you get the horns. When Ian Riccaboni says
1: it, so. I think it's just played out. Maybe I've been watching too many Roush matches lately. I don't know. Oh, no, not Yeah, mean, don't do
2: that. Are you in a flood zone? We'll come mess with the bull, <laughs> Stand bully and we'll get <laughs> you
0: him and Conrad can do a mortgage commercial. Steiner. And Rick Steiner. Oh, yes. Steinerbach. <laughs> uh, so post-match, they're beaten down on Lethal. Here comes Brody King. Brody King says you are real tough uh, when you got all your boys with you. You won the match, you know, almost with no interference. Well, I got a squad with me now. Out comes Tony Deppin. Tony Deppin's all full of piss and vinegar. And then here comes Chris Dickinson and homicide on the apron and they attack and they beat the ever living dog shit out of LFI. What a fucking awesome, awesome moment.
1: Now Dickinson's never been a Ring of Honor before.
0: Correct.
2: I don't think oh, yeah. No. Uh, I was The only reason why I'm so upset that this happened last is because we had to wait so long to talk about it. <laughs> because this was legit my like this this made the show for me. Like legit. The wrestling was fantastic. Every match was good. This was just like your, like Eric Bischoff kind of says it all the time in his podcast. When you have a legit good surprise, there's nothing freaking better than that in professional wrestling. There's nothing better than that. And I know it's ring of honor. It's not an, on the scale of an AEW or a WWE, but if you're a wrestling fan and you watch ring of honor, there's a They give you this amazing surprise that you never saw coming in a million years. Ah. Uh, like I'm, I'm like I'm. I can picture it in my head. Like right now, the entire thing.
0: Uh, it was, and, un, it was awesome.
1: And it's funny too because, uh, homicide, is also working for the NWA. And and
2: Tony, you're right. I tweeted this too. I'm like, wait a second, what's going on here? The amount of and AEW and Impact use, and with New Japan, they use that term, the Forbidden Door. Oh boy. No, Tony, hear me out. This is good. If if there's an NWA aspect to this, and there's forbidden doors on so many levels, I, and the, my tweet was Rest, professional wrestling is a big house that has a lot of forbidden doors, which means if all these companies can somehow work together, and I know I'm putting the cart way before the horse here because we have no idea, but if if this happens, and now we have Ring of Honor back with NWA and NWA with Ring of Honor, and now you have, you know, NWA and AEW working together with you know the United, it's oh. Possibilities, man. Possibilities are endless right
0: now. No, absolutely. And and you mentioned Rocky Romero, Kevin, Rocky Romero, New Japan. Uh Brody King and Chris Dickinson are both in the New Japan uh Cup USA, which I have a problem with uh because they are facing each other in the first round.
2: Oh, wait, who who is Dickinson and Brody King. Hey man, you gotta you gotta fight. You gotta fight to win, man. It's
1: all about that money. It. All about the money,
0: but uh, I thought this was awesome. This was a great way to end the show, and I, you know, I think I asked fucking Tracy Williams about it, like br- bringing in Dickinson. Like, that's a fuck. He's in him and Deppen with ho- homicide hit cop killer on Jay Lethal. It was fucking awesome.
1: So
2: good, so good.
1: I just hate the phrase "forbidden door." I just fuck, it just irks me.
2: No, but, but Tony, it, I'm not using it because I. I love it. It's just when something is used so much, it just becomes the expression that you have to use. So someone knows what you're talking
1: about. I get it. No, I'm not blaming you. I just hate the phrase when I hear forbidden door, I think of like a fucking seventies porno. Like why behind the, forbid- it sounds like some fucking like Linda Lovelace filthy kind of movie.
2: I think of like a murder mystery where there's like a, you put on the the freaking candle holder and a forbidden door
1: opens. That's no, I no, I think a forbidden door. I'm thinking like it's like a whole bunch of guys that want butt sex, and it's like, will she open the forbidden door? And at the very end of the movie, she opens a forbidden door, and everybody goes to town and happily ever. Uh,
2: yeah, I took it. Compl- I, I, I took it as like a secret passageway, and like Webster. Oh, it's a like, secret <laughs> or like, or like. Le- <laughs> All right, good night, folks. We are the Shining Wizards knew, Wrestling Podcast. Top. That's it. We can't Wrestling top it. Is next week. That's we'll see you later. It. That's
0: it. So this crew coming in is Violence United. So it looks like a Ring of Honor is taking a little page out of New Japan's book with their lot of factions. Violence United, the Foundation, uh, FLF. What is it? F-I-J? Uh, oh, the L-F-O? Righteous. Summer Girls. <sighs> Ooh, Summer Girls. Uh,
2: I like girls that wear Evercrombie and L- Fitch. LFO, L- LFO,
1: and then and then in the summer. LFO. So that Ooh. was the
3: Ring
2: of Honor pay per
0: view. I give it two thumbs up. I thought it was really good.
1: Who did the parody song to LFO? Where they go, New Kids on the Block. You know,
2: that's the song.
1: No, New
2: Kids on the Block got um, a lot of hits. Said
1: they, they said something else that kind of rhymes with hits.
2: Oh, I don't know. Shits. Nope. No, I'm gonna guess something else.
0: What rhymes with? I'm you? gonna guess it
2: has something to do with a secret passageway.
0: Pits, yeah, kind of. Except yeah. The front
1: Except the front door. Yep.
0: Hits. Dicks. Oh, yes. new kids on the block sucked a bunch of dicks.
1: Yeah. Who did that? There oh, was I don't pad know. I was like just kind ball.
0: of throwing shit against the wall to see if something sticked. I didn't yeah. even know if that was a thing.
2: New he kids was. on the block. Uh-uh, did throw it on the wall to see what sticks. Uh, in the summer. In the summer. Uh, but. Ah, yeah, I agree with Matt. Two thumbs up. Not going to get a a bad word. I watched this, like, I was going to either watch it later or watch it live. And I was like, "Ah, do I want to go out? Or do I want to? I know, and I'll stay home and watch Ring of Honor. And I watched. I was like, let me pontificate for a second here. Do I want to go to the bar and have some adult beverages with people that I
1: see generally every day? Or do I want to watch some fantastic professional wrestling? So I pontificated it. I said, I'm going to watch Ring of
0: Honor. I found it, Tony. Who is it? U-R-A-H-O? You're a hoe? You're a hoe,
2: yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Summer sluts. Oh, God, turn this off. <laughs> Ever did see? You sucked my dick from McDonald's. Come on, would you take a sip? You buzz like a hornet. I really shake the a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me Willie Whistle cause I can't speak, baby. You big, you two
3: drove me crazy.
2: Now I can't pick off and of. it makes me mad. Left one day and we're going to get, get Facebook
3: kicked off, right? Isn't that a thing?
2: Oh,
0: good. No, 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 no.
3: Alex wasn't home
2: alone. Fell deep
0: enough but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keene. When I met you, I said my name was Rich. You look like a hooker, what's a corner on fit two
2: kids on the block, suck the bunch of dick. <laughs> All right. All right. We All went right. from something that we're not <laughs> as
1: inappropriate
2: as we used to be. I didn't write the... They're even more. I didn't you know? write
0: the song.
1: woo <laughs> right. Don't doubt the old man. Holy cow. It almost sounded like Hosky. It was catchy. I enjoyed it.
0: I'd listen to it again. Oh my goodness. I wonder if it's on Spotify. i watch
1: more of Ring of Honor from what I saw and from what I've been hearing. Sounds like it was a bang-up show. A banger.
0: Uh, Kevin's banging up the standings. He still has the lead. 37-9-1. He's the king of the world right now. I gained a game on Tony. No, Scott. sorry. Me and Tony... Gained a game on Kevin, Tony thirty four twelve and one. He's three games back of Kevin. I am thirty three thirteen and one. This next week, between Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania, it could make it could change the game.
2: It could really, 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 really. And I think, isn't there? Are there other pay-per-views during this weekend, or are they just network specials that we're not picking? Like, no, like the Impact?
0: Impact
1: one is Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah. That's a
0: network special. Yeah, we're not picking that.
1: Wait, Stand and Deliver is a pay-per-view, or is that a special as well?
0: Stand and Deliver is a two-night NXT TakeOver
2: special.
1: Yeah, it's a TakeOver. But it's a special. It's we not, are picking a ta- a ta- take- it. It's it a TakeOver.
2: It's a, it's a TakeOver.
0: It, it is counts, loaded Tony. loaded to the gills, Tony. Tony, do you want to hear this NXT lineup? I'm going to give it to you. No. No, we're giving it to you. Night one. Nightho. All right. Gauntlet. Dude, it, Tony Who's gonna say? Ready? That. Ready? Gauntlet Eliminator match to determine the NXT North American champion, Johnny Gargano's challenger for takeover, stand and deliver night two. That's when you do
2: the joke.
0: So there's a there's a battle royal this Wednesday night on NXT. And yes. then the last six participants in that will be in this gauntlet eliminator on night whoa, one.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep.
2: Saw that coming.
1: A- Battle Royal, where they stop it at six people? What? No, the no, fuck? they
0: don't stop it. They don't stop it, but as you get it, so whoever is left in last, whoever wins the Tens Battle Royal, enters the, the gauntlet last.
1: How many people are in the Battle Royal? Twelve. Forty-five.
0: Pick your poison, 12 or 45.
1: <laughs> Does it fucking matter? Oh, yeah, is a lot. Velveteen Dream in it. Is he in it?
2: No. Is
1: he in NXT anymore? I don't
2: know. Still still under contract. Hasn't been on TV in forever. What?
0: Do you want to know who's going to be in the Battle Royal? No! I can't even know it's still
2: under contract. That was a bold statement. Buddy. Kevin,
0: do you want to know who's going to be in the Battle Royal? Sure do. Dexter Loomis. Oh, yeah. Bronson Reed.
2: Big boy Bronson.
0: Pete Dunn.
2: Ah, the Bruiserweight.
0: Roderick Strong.
2: Ah, Roderick, you're a fine Irish lad. Cameron Grimes. Oh, big money Cameron.
0: Truck driver.
2: (laughs) Isaiah Swerve Scott. Former guest of the Shining Wizards Podcast. Leon Roof. Ah, the roof is the ceiling. The ceiling is the roof. Kushida. Ah yes. Time splitter.
0: Austin Theory.
2: I like Austin Theory.
0: LA Knight. Uh, Ah. LA (laughs) Knight. Tyler Rust. (laughs) What? Who? Tyler Rust.
2: Is he one of the evolve guys they picked up? Who's Tyler he Rust? He was
0: in the Ring of Honor Pure Tournament. He was Taylor Rust. All right, I have to look
2: at him. I probably know who he is. Uh, and Jake I, I, Atlas. I, I, all right, I like Jake Atlas. He's been a two hundred five live regular and NXT regular. Tony.
0: Yes. Wanna, we're going I'm gonna aggravate him some more, Kevin.
2: I really have to pee, So make it quick. All right, L.A. Knight <laughs>
0: debuted. Back
1: into when... this is shit.
0: L.A. Knight debuted Wednesday night on NXT against Bronson Reed.
1: And he fucking lost.
0: <laughs> How does that make you feel? I'm fine. I didn't lose. All right. Fair enough. Uh, well I'll go over the rest of these stand and deliver matches, Tony. Triple threat for the newly vacated NXT tag titles. MSK takes on the Grizzled Young Vets. Take on Legado del Fantasma.
1: Gee, I wonder who's winning that one. Who do you think? Who do you think? You
0: tip your hand here.
1: Tip these nuts.
0: Uh, Walter will defend his United Kingdom NXT championship against Tomasa Ciampa.
1: Oh, great. Whoa.
0: And the main event of night one is Io Shirai against Raquel Gonzalez. Nice. Night two. Night two. In an unsanctioned match, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Like that? A ladder match. For the NXT Cruiserweight Championship between Santos Escobar and Jordan mm-hmm. Devlin,
3: oh, I like that both too.
0: belts
1: hanging from the ceiling.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Shawn Michaels introduced it on Wednesday night. He said you should that have that would be match. awesome.
1: Did Razor Mo come out and go, "Hey, this looks
0: familiar"? No, he did not. Oh, uh, Johnny Gargano will face the winner of the Gauntlet match.
1: Wonderful.
0: And Finn Balor will defend his NXT Championship against Karrion Cross.
1: Dun dun dun. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I got to do an impression. Hold on, hold on. Tony. Oh my God, what are you doing? I'm Finn Balor.
0: <laughs> got an eggplant in my pants. Kevin, you should have peed when you, when you said you were going to pee, buddy.
2: I'm going right now, but I got to do the back after this. All right, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm I didn't foreshadowing know we were... back after this.
1: I gotta see the replay on the fucking Oh there we go. <laughs> on the Facebook.
0: See, we still are still on the Facebook. We haven't got
1: okay. Fuck. Matt, what do we always say around this time?
0: Uh back I think Kevin just do that.
1: No, do just do it again, oh. please.
0: Uh back after this.
1: We know you love shopping at Amazon and we also know you love listening to the shining wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you can combine the two do all your shopping and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com. Or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards.
3: Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese man of war Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast
2: live every week on rantemradio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, tune in audio boom google play shiningwizardsnetwork.com
3: and taranbubblethrowbacks.com
0: If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack de-platform us.
3: And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network.
1: Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and
0: Calvin Brody.
1: Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. On March 31st, there is strength in numbers. Join us. Join us. The Mark Order.
2: Horns up! This is Rock from Radioactive Metal. Join Snowy, Kareem, Aaron, and myself right here on the Shining Wizards Network every Friday for your weekly metal fix. We talk to all your favorite artists, cover all the latest metal news, cover all the latest releases, and feature brand new unsigned bands. So sit back, grab a beer download the latest episode and always remember it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal good morning good afternoon good evening and good night my name is thomas and what's your name
3: oh i'm alan Alan.
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. we're brothers that's right yeah Yeah, the mother same mother and father
2: your room was we shared a room shared a room room. thought i knew your face yeah we go way back Yeah. yeah
1: We should do a podcast then.
2: Uh, We have. We do do a podcast. We do a podcast.
1: What's it called? The Broadcast.
2: Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, Yeah, well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking professional wrestling. And we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple
0: iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on PodKnife, also check us out on
2: Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O K S
1: there. It's all right, good on you. Yeah.
2: Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember,
1: yeah, we don't spell it with a C,
2: we spell it with a K. Slow mate. Take it easy.
1: With a K. All right. We
0: are back, and we want to take time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. Uh, we just recorded our bonus episodes for March, so they are there, available for you if you are at the $3 tier, and if you can afford $3 a month, and you want to put it towards uh, your favorite wrestling podcast, we graciously thank you. You get two bonus shows where we profile a wrestler and a wrestling event, and you get a monthly watch-along, plus we mention you on this show every single week. So without further ado, let's thank those that support the show. Oops, I didn't mean to turn my microphone off. The Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. We're going to start with Roll. Roll is our newest Patreon. Thank you for supporting the show, Roll. R-O-L. I guess it's Roll.
1: You can call him Roll. To love,
0: Oh, and slide. And slide. Now dip, baby, dip, baby. Uh, Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Kratzo, the king. He's in the Facebook chat. He's watching us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Wizards Podcast. Get in there every Monday night. You know you don't want to watch Monday Night Raw. You could do both. You could watch Monday Night Raw, listen to us talk about wrestling, uh, and I bet you our commentary is much more funnier than whatever's on the TV box. Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the SWPs AOP. Uh, Ryan Arthur over at Elementary Brewery, elementary.com, uh, over here in Hackensack. If you are in North Jersey and you want to support local businesses, check out Elementary. They are all over the place. They're hitting up shop rights. I know they hit West Orange.
2: Oh, baby. They, they're infiltrating the mean streets of West Orange.
0: So support Ryan and uh, his wonderful brewery over there in Hackensack. Sean Toe. Sean Calejo. My man, Ryan Schlong. Uh, Brett Simonello.
1: What do you hear? What do you say?
0: Uh, Catherine. Hensler on ondeckic.com and Catherine is also in the Facebook chat. She's chatting it up. She does what's good with Kevin Gill. And for all you music buffs out there, pick a vinyl, uh, which is a really fun episode. Uh, I don't know the recent one, but I know they just picked On Through the Night by Def Leppard, which is my favorite Def Leppard album, and it is an excellent listen. So check that out. Uh, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Matt Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Happy birthday, Mark. Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinks More. Uh, Jay Cop, the big cop of pump over there at Turnbuckle Throw Bucks. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, also in the Facebook chatting it up with us. Uh, Michael Hammond. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman, makes experimental music at HarvestManRecords.BandCamp.com. Matthew Birch, who chimed in on our WrestleMania conversation for later in tonight, uh, at TruePrinceOfPro on the Twitter machine, so make sure you're following him. Uh, The Bergman, also in the Facebook chat. Uh, He's the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. Uh, Carrie Cowling, uh, she's rocking that pink and black. She's chatting it up with the Shining Wizards. I think she was in the chat too, hating on Arugula. How dare you hate on arugula, Karen? Oh. Arugula is delightful. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr.
2: Lives are gonna be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean?
1: What? What's I know that? what you mean. I you know fart? what you mean. Did you
2: fart on the, the freaking staple of the, the thing?
1: No, I farted after the staple of the thing. Why would you fart after the staple of the thing? Cause I had a fart. I was waiting till after the thing, and then I farted after it.
2: I thought that was a good thing. All
1: right. It's a very good thing.
0: Farts are good things.
1: But William Mercer is a good thing too. Of course. Lives are going to be in his hands. Yeah.
0: And I think I got. I think I covered everyone that supports us on Patreon who was in the Facebook chat. Uh, Kate, the Mott Spock, Kratso just bounced. The Bergman's there. Uh, Carrie was in there. Lisa was in there. uh, All great supporters and friends of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Tony, NWA Power was back this week. Oh, boy.
1: Into the fire! So was the original theme song. You weave your spell, your eyes, they look at me. Do you want
0: me to play some Dokken?
1: (laughs) Yes, please.
2: Please pull up the Dokken. Now, is this the Dokken or the Dokken parody?
0: You know like what, I don't know if there's a and parody to this, but uh, I, if there is, I'll find it.
1: You can't parody the greatness that is Dokken.
2: You just no, we just heard a parody of a song that was considered pretty catchy. I mean, you could do, like, a Burger
0: King-like one. Into the Friar. Oh, I like dun. that. Ooh! Awesome music video too. Awesome music video. I'm
1: so glad they brought this back. No, no offense to Pantera. Pantera's awesome. Didn't fit this show. Just so T Donk, what's the deal with Power now? You have to order it on Fight every week. Fight TV. It's four ninety nine a month to subscribe, and it airs every Tuesday at six oh five. So you subscribe to Fight. Ugh. I subscribe well I mean fights free but I subscribe to the NWA power as part of my fight TV uh, account
2: and it never airs on like YouTube or
1: anything like that no everything is gone from YouTube so if you subscribe I'm not sure if you subscribe you get access to all the stuff I know that if you subscribe you have access to the old pay-per-views at least into the fire and oh god what was the other pay-per-view they had uh, oh you might, God. Get, you might even get NWA 70 with that I'm not 100% sure I know what you're talking
2: about Because I literally just looked it up the other day uh, oh, Matt, what it. was
1: not Back to back to the attack is on there No, it's the one before that Uh, into, No, Into the Fire, right? That was it, right? No, oh, there was one after Into the Fire Matt, help me out, brother
0: It was the TV title tournament
2: Crockett? No nope, nope, nope.
0: Crockett Cup was coming yeah. Rocket. To the fire. Hard times. Hard times. Hard times. Hard times, daddy. That was it, baby. All right, Tony, so give us your takeaways from NWA Power.
1: Velvet Sky was on commentary a million percent better than the than the people that they were shuffling around during the pay-per-view. Alex Garcia made her debut, only to get squashed by Camille. Camille. Matt's favorite, Austin Idol, is now the manager of everyone else's favorite, Tyrus. Fuck
2: both of
0: them.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, we got a number one contenders three-way match for the television championship. Fred Rosser uh, was in there with Marche Rocket and Matt Cross. Fred Rosser's your winner. He's going to challenge the Pope tomorrow on uh, power for the championship. The the, uh, the The lucky seven rule is still in effect which means that if your television champion either wins or draws seven matches in a row, he then has the right to forfeit the championship and go after the, uh, the world's heavyweight champion, which of course, in this case, is Nick Aldis. So he's already got one win for the win at the, uh, at the pay-per-view and we move on. Mike Paro debuted. Mm -hmm. You might know him recently from MLW He did not have a great match against Mil Muertes. He looked a lot better here, defeating Jordan Clearwater. Uh, Thunder Rosa came out, and this was a fucking strange segment, right? So Thunder Rosa hits the podium with the bald guy, who I always forget his fucking name.
0: Kyle Davis.
1: Kyle Davis. And she's like, you know, I lost my championship, but that's cool. I'm on a mission. I'm going to get it back. And uh, Molina comes out, and she's like, you know – I know we had some shit in the past, but, uh, you know, I just want you to know I'm here for you. And Thunder Rosa's like, you know what? I didn't need you to get to where I was and I don't need you now. So hit the bricks. It was weird. I think they tried to do it a little too personal and they didn't do it like promo. It was more like, this is like woman to woman, as opposed to like, you know, wrestler to wrestler. So it didn't really come off well, at least to me, but that's, that's the angle they're going with. Thunder Rosa said she's going to do it on her own and uh, she doesn't need Molina, so there's there's still some trouble to brewing in there. Um, main event, Strictly Business. Nick Aldis, Tom Latimer, the remnants of Strictly Business, teaming up with Chris Adonis, and they took on Aaron Stevens and Jared Kratos, your NWA tag champs, and the TV champ, the Pope. The big story out of this one was that Kratos wanted to use a chair to cheat to win, and um, Aaron Stevens actually stopped him. He's like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that anymore. So Aaron Stevens, since his big match with Nick Aldis, seems to be having a change of heart. Uh, so Aaron Stevens and Kratos wound up practically going at it at the end. There was a little bit of dissension between the two of them, and the Pope, I guess, was just kind of there for the ride. The funny, the other funny thing was Nick Aldis and Tom Latimer were talking shit about Chris Adonis at the beginning of the show, but then they wound up teaming up with him, so maybe they don't hate him as much as you thought. No mention about him uh, joining Strictly Business, but... That was your six-man main event. So there's trouble between the tag champs. And we know definitely this week the Pope is defending against Fred Rosser, the uh, NWA TV championship. All in all, decent show. I'm not crazy about Austin Idol and Tyrus. I'm just not. I don't care. Um, Mike Parrow being there, he showed a little more fire than he unfortunately got to show against Mil Muertes. The match looked a lot better. I think this was a better showing of what Mike's capable of. Um, I need some more Trevor Murdoch, though, man. I need I need fucking lack of nipples and big belly on my show.
0: I won. <laughs>
1: I won. Overall, oh, though, man. good first.
0: Good first episode of Power.
1: I think so. I think so. I'm in for the month. So if I didn't like it, it's fuck all on me. So, right. but I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The Thunder Rosa stuff was a so little. So did weird. you get? I'm sorry, Camille. Just one, Camille looked fantastic. You know, she's on the collision course with uh, Serena Deeb, so who knows when that's going to happen? Kev, you had something. I'm sorry.
2: Did you get the sense that this was kind of a rebirth? Like, I understand that that's like what it's kind of being billed as. It's the it's NWA after being off for so long. But whenever someone like qualifies something as a rebirth, there's expectations. Do you feel this was a solid? rebirth or does it still seem like it it's the same nwa which is not nothing wrong with that
1: not the same nwa it's different i mean look when they started power what a year and a half ago now you know it, it was a different animal dave marquez was there jim Cornette was there you had the rock and roll express You had homicide and Eddie Kingston. You know they brought in guys like uh, the Beer City Bruisers. Um, You know you you had your Marty Bells, your Ashley Voxes. You had uh, James Storm. You had Eli Drake. You of course, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, Stu Bennett question mark no longer with us. Stu Bennett actually stepped up and did a great job as a replacement for Cornette.
0: Ricky Starks, Zicky Dice.
1: Yeah, Zicky
2: Dice. So just. So just like any other company where when they lose their stars, they're just going to have to, to rebuild and grow just like a, a sports team. You lose your top guys. You got to re you got to regrow and, and figure something out. Cause like I said about the women's division and ring of honor, there's, there's no lack of talent out there. Right, Tony?
1: Yeah, e- exactly. And I think Nick Aldis, I forget who interviewed him recently. Someone asked him about possibly working with AEW and he's like, no, that's not my thing. The NWA is my thing. And, uh, I I apply my trade for my company and I don't see any benefit for me going and doing a show like dynamite. So who knows, who knows if that's side talk where he might actually show up, but it was brought up to him and he pretty much shot it down saying the NWA is his house and he's not going anywhere else. So
0: and no, and no. don't forget bef- pre-pandemic there was a huge story with the NWA and Ring of Honor and maybe because of the fallout of who was involved in that storyline maybe he still has a little bit of a sour taste in his mouth you know it's not like when the when the pa- i'm sure the plan maybe and I don't know I could be talking oh. out my ass but when mm-hmm. things reopened we were going to get that Nick Aldis Marty Squirrel match and then that me too thing happened the movement and he was yeah. involved in that now he is nowhere to be found in the world of professional wrestling, rightfully so. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that makes the people at NWO, they, they kind of still have their guard up. Like, we can't sink all our eggs into this basket again, God forbid. Because, look, we are in the same... Yeah. We, you know, it seems like every couple of weeks we got to have a fucking text message shit where we, what episodes do we have to delete? Who do we have to take off the page? It's like, it's, you really don't fucking know anyone in this business. It's crazy. So I can right. understand why Nick Aldis might say something like that.
1: And the, the other thing is too, like Dave Lagana was caught up in that and he was their, you know, heavy duty production. Like right. Carny Cause Land they were doing, um, him.
0: what
2: were
1: Carny they Land. doing
0: That to Carnyland. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: And Which I, think I that, love, by the way. That was good stuff, Kev. I'm sorry.
2: No, no, it's fine. It's just that you know, so the delay is still kind of there. Um, but I, I think, even with that being the bigger issue and the most important issue of not knowing who you kind of can can't trust in wrestling, I feel like if they don't go back to that cross promotion, I feel like it's them wanting to take care of themselves first, and then if it comes along, if you want to work with other companies, then then you do it because you can't you can't just not. You can't just not shut the door on every opportunity that comes to make your product more received or more known by a mainstream audience. So I feel like I don't think those doors close just because certain people are scumbags. I just think that you the NWA's focus should be, and Tony, you could probably talk about this way more accurately than I could, is focus on getting your brand back. You've been off the longest, you haven't been around uh in, in over a year. So get your brand on on point first, and then if the opportunity comes to work with Ring of Honor again, or if the opportunity comes to work with AEW, I don't see how you turn that down. And then eventually, just just do it.
1: That's fair enough. I mean, two points, Nick. All is working closely with uh, with my boy Billy. Oh. Um, so of course. Sorry, you don't. Yeah, you don't ring the bell for your own name draft. No, no, no. I I didn't mean to. I saw Matt reacting, so I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. That deserves a bell. But uh, I'm sorry, WPC, I should say. Anyway, um, so like all these guys are Nick Aldous's guys. It's like you know he's he's working close with uh, with Corrigan, Tom Latimer's his guy. Um, God, who else was back there? Um,
2: well, you got you guys like Royce Isaacs now that are
1: working. Well, Royce Isaacs, yeah. I mean, he's not around, but but a lot of it is people that Nick Aldous, I guess, feels will fit, if that makes sense. And the other thing is like Thunder Rose has been like touting this thing now where she's going to be bringing in more women to the NWA, you know, like we saw Alex uh, come in. Um, I think this week she's got another showcase match. They're calling it a showcase match where she's bringing in more talent. So they're moving forward, working with other people, but it might be a situation right now where they just kind of want to control who they bring in. Yeah, I don't think they're ready Oh God forbid for them to bring in somebody like a Kenny Omega, maybe for like his like expedition or whatever, you know, is going on with that. But at this point, all right, let's try this. Let's see if this works. And you know, they kind of want to control it better, I guess.
2: And I mean, I know we just talked about how Tony, you hated the phrase the forbidden door, but let's hmm. all right. So we don't, so we don't use that. We don't use that expression.
1: Well, you could use it. I just hate it. That's all. But the possibility of like
2: some people that may have never had the opportunity to work in new Japan are are, are going to who might get their first shot to work Japan because of this relationship that the companies have with each other, and and bringing New Japan guys into NWA, talking of honor or to Impact, is just so. If it wasn't for the pandemic and this thing happened, we'd be talking about it. I think on a completely different level because it would be more consistent and more active. We would see Impact guys on you know maybe in a in the New Japan Cup. I mean, obviously, the travel's been a little better lately. People are be, are able to go from country to country. But God, imagine if you see, like, NWA and in, in Impact, with an impact in – imagine if um, – Tony, imagine the storyline you could have with NWA and Impact where TNA was NWA TNA when it first started, and that and the feud you could have over that 10 pounds of gold going back to TNA with it. Talk about belt collectors. Talk about, like, the, the 10 pounds of gold in, in – an impact, it'd be crazy. Matt, What well, you don't care? You don't think that the T the, N the, the NWA World Title going back to NWA TNA would be a, a nice little caveat in
1: anything? I'm not, yeah. a, I'm not a fan of the fucking back and forth. I'm, j- I'm just not. you don't. Wow, I'm just Matt, I'm not, like dude. I, I, I I've said it on the show before. I'm not crazy about it. I'm just not.
0: I think it's hard with the with the, I, I get where you're going, but that what what Tony's boy WPC sees as the NWA, I don't think is the NWA he wants to be associated with, and that might be that time frame from, you know, the late '90s to until he bought it, where everyone used the NWA name. Um, I get the connection with Impact and TNA, but maybe he just, you know, wants to move past that.
2: But he's a, and I get what you're saying, he wa- he wanted to create a new vision for the NWA 100%, but he's also a mega wrestling fan who respects the history of the business. Yeah, right? but if
0: you, I didn't, I mean, you know, I don't look at that as like the NWA, I know it was TNA, NWA, or NWA, TNA, or whatever, but that's not like, you know, that, uh, on paper, it's the same to me as fucking NWA on fire in Parsippany, New Jersey at the fucking PAL Center.
2: I see, I feel, and I know. I'm on fire. This is probably probably the most prestigious the NWA belt has been in a while since the original to to this, but I feel like the stopgap is TNA where it was pretty, I mean, prestigious might be an overstatement, but it was pretty respected, that belt, at that point. I think it's way, way more than the Parsippany gimmick.
0: Don't you dare disrespect the NWA on fire.
1: I'm on fire. We Uh, gave away tickets to one of their shows, didn't we? We
0: did. We did, way at the beginning, way back in the day.
1: Way back in the old times. Uh, Speaking of
0: impact, uh, if you're worried about watching Power and Impact on Tuesday nights, fear not, my friends. Impact, on April 8th, will be moving to Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Kevin, as our resident Impact guy, how does that affect your Impact viewing?
2: I'll still watch it. Of course I'll watch it. What do you mean? It's just, I might be a little more tipsy when I watch it. All right. Because I start the weekend on Thursdays, so... Well, actually, technically, Mondays. I skipped Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday again. So, all right. we'll see. Uh, it, I mean, we'll have to compete with NXT. Or not Impact, but Power will have to compete with NXT. Unless it's on at, like, 5 o'clock. Tony, what time is Power on?
1: 6.05, Tuesdays. Right, so you don't got to
2: compete with shit, then.
0: Look at that. Everybody wins. Spreading it out.
1: Yeah,
2: so... I'll be watching Impact, baby, every Thursday, man. Thursday nights. We own Thursday nights, baby. Well, we they own Thursday nights. Uh,
0: in addition to moving uh, their show to Thursday nights, they also move their pay-per-view to the Sunday night of that weekend. So instead of it being April 24th, it will be April 25th because I think April 24th is the uh, UFC event, UFC 261. And I think that will be the first one with fans. And I know that's sold out in record time. So I think that's taking place in Florida too. So I think they moved the uh, pay-per-view to Sunday night to hope to get some buys and not have to compete with the UFC. Matt,
2: I don't know if you have this in your news and notes, but I want to give a special shout out to a certain impact wrestler who unfortunate injury. Dear good friend, former guest of the show, top five, Eric Young, tore his ACL. Brutal. Just when he was probably the most creative over-character in the in the company and going to be out. Only, I guess, if you want to put a silver lining in it, he could still work as a mouthpiece if he has to for the company. I don't know if that's anything that they want to do, but such a bummer, man. He, was, he, he wrestles uh, James Storm this, I guess it's, this is the last Tuesday impact. So James Storm's 1,000th match will be against EY. And I'm guessing that will be the last we see of EY in the ring for a while. It'll be
0: the last time you see me in the ring. This
2: is our world. You stand no chance.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. So I guess he tore his ACL at the last tapings and then worked a bunch of matches after because he wasn't, he didn't know that he had done it.
2: Oh, okay. So like, I guess Of the tapings. He- so uh I guess my AC- might have a few more
0: matches yeah. left. Uh, my ACL is completely torn, which I didn't know. That happened on Monday during the match with Storm. I finished it like nothing happened. Wrestled a hardcore war eight man the following day, then I wrestled Eddie Edwards on Tuesday in the singles match. It was like twenty minutes on one leg, and I'll put that match against anything that airs anytime for any wrestling company anywhere in the world, and I did it on one leg, and I'm very proud of it. But it yeah. looks like he's gonna be on the shelf for six to nine months.
2: For an ACL, that's actually kind of generous. For a completely torn ACL, only anywhere between six and nine months, that's usually a year or
0: a year-plus worth of rehab. Uh, he's a warrior. Modern medicine, baby.
2: That's true. You know what? You're right, Matt. With modern medicine, you're right.
0: Uh, anything happen on Impact Noteworthy, Mr. Kevin?
2: Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous match between TJP and Ace Austin. Uh, for the X division title that ended in a bit of a smudge, which of course it did. And then Josh Alexander, the walking weapon got involved at their madman Fulton got involved. And um, just go out. I wanted to get that. The, you know, it's weird. The devils have not played on a Monday night since we, since we, since the hockey season started, but they played like every Tuesday. So like, I, don't get, I get no Devils while we do the podcast, but they're always on impact. But I turned the Devils off, and I watched this Ace Austin uh, TJP match. Absolutely fantastic. It's, it's a rematch from, uh, from one of their previous uh, title matches. And then uh, Josh Alexander gets involved at the end. Madman Fulton gets involved at the end. Uh, Josh Alexander is, is firmly cementing himself in that X Division. Tremendous match. Go out right of your way and watch this match if you haven't. Lots of stuff. It's two hours of tremendous wrestling. Uh, on a personal note, my dear good friend Matt Cardona had a sit-down interview with uh, with the new interviewer. I'm not sure her name, so I apologize to her.
0: Gia Miller. Gia Miller. It's um,
2: me. Very good at her job, by the way. And Matt Cardona. Matt Matt's not there for for Brian, or as Matt refers to him as Bad New Bad Mood Brian, but he will kick his ass if he has to. So Matt Cardona issued the challenge to my. My closer dearer good friend Brian Myers, so that probably will happen at uh what's the rebellion rebellion yes name? yeah rebellion yeah. so I'm guessing that's that'll happen there fallaba law uh, this was this was the heartbreaker old friend fallabah want been with us since day one, versus our new pal Rohit Raju they fought Rohit Raju beat falla pulled the tights unfortunate, unfortunate. So, but I love them both. So that's crazy. Tony, who do you if you had to pick Fala or Rohit, who would you go with?
1: Probably Rohit.
2: Wow, Fala took a picture with
1: her kid. Oh, look! I love Fala. Rohit's got his number. That's all there is to it. Fala, Fala, you know
2: what's funny? This is actually Fala's is is fallen on some hard times. They they did like a segment where he was like sleeping underneath like a table. He lost all his money. Hernandez. no one spent that money that money is still in the freaking same yeah mold. but it's
0: not in his hand
2: he doesn't Fala doesn't have it but he never spent it while he had it
0: well that's his own fault
2: what's well, all everyone's fault that money is like a hot potato i
0: don't know no maybe, spent it. maybe it's invested in something maybe it's tony khan's money and they're not allowed to spend it ah fuck tony khan wow
1: no Money. In his hands, he's got no money. That
0: first, uh, that first Thursday night impact is going to be Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers against Rich Swan, Eddie Edwards, and Willie Mack.
1: Great penis
0: oh.
2: jokes. And Eddie Edwards had a banger with Carl uh, Anderson too. So, and Kenny Omega showed up and uh, did a nice little promo ski. So, yeah, I mean, we can talk about Impact Blue in the face, but we don't have to. Tony does not like the Good Brothers. No. How could you not like the Good Brothers, man?
1: Matt said the same thing on Wednesday. Enough with the dick jokes.
2: Yeah, they oh do God. do a lot of dick jokes.
1: Do do. Yes, they do do. Uh,
0: ba ba, ba 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 We talked a bit a bit of NXT. That'll be the big show coming up next week. Well. Uh, anything you guys took away from Dynamite Wednesday night that you wanted to touch on? Tony, did you go uh, back to watching Dynamite? No. Okay, Kevin. That,
2: uh, Fill me in on the last segment because I missed I, I missed the last part of it. I watched the entire show until the end. So like, what was the What was the What was the main event and what closed the show?
0: The main event was Darby Allen against Johnny Silver. Oh. Johnny hung Oh, okay, all right,
2: never mind. Okay. Um, Andrew.
0: I
3: I, to,
0: to I talked about it Wednesday night. If Darby Allen's going to be uh, like the babyface in peril champion, I don't want any part of it. Darby. Uh, I thought I thought now look, everyone sees wrestling differently. This match I thought John Silver dominated the whole fucking thing even after he separated his shoulder.
3: Yeah.
0: No. Uh and Darby stole the win. Uh I don't know. I'm just not into if this is the kind of champion Darby's gonna be, I'm not gonna I'm not into it.
2: So who are they booking as the is Darby more heelish? More cowardly? No, Darby's
0: got sting with him. He's just playing like that under baby face where he's oh. always getting the ever living dog shit beat out of him.
2: And, but I thought that's a. I mean, I get that did Johnny Silver earned the match, right? Or did he, was he just given
3: it? Darby, it?
0: Darby was going to give them a shot um, because he has. And to, they picked him, right? They, yeah, because they, he wants to defend the title more, yeah, yeah. and in honor of Brody Lee, he was going to give the shot to the Dark Order. The Dark Order chose Johnny Hungy yes. to get the match.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. I get it now. The match. Booking.
0: The match was good. John Silver fucking dominated the whole match. I was like, I hope John Silver wins this. Unfortunately, John Silver, uh, he what did he do?
2: Separate his shoulder or tore?
0: Him? Yeah, he separated his shoulder. It's not. He doesn't require surgery, but he's gonna be out for four to six weeks. Um, so that's a bummer. I just, I don't know, man. Darby underneath, just playing like the babyface in peril, and then he like steals a win, like he, and like. Look, I love AEW, but, like, in the middle of the match, Sting comes out to make sure that the Dark Order doesn't get involved. And they were kind of not involved, but they kind of were. Like, they were just a presence at ringside. Sting comes out with the bat, and he parts the Red Seas, right? So now the Dark Order's in one quarter, Sting's on the other side. And at one point in the match, Darby's on the offensive, and he runs to the top rope. And instead of doing the coffin drop on John Silver... He fucking jumps outside on the Dark Order, who was not doing anything at the time. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid.
3: Yeah,
2: we've seen that before, though, right?
3: Yeah, but it just really,
0: the whole match annoyed me, because John Silver should have, if I, and this is why I do a fucking podcast and work on a pizza truck, if I was booking, John Silver would have won the fucking TNT Championship Wednesday night. It would have been a fucking great, feel-good story. He's over as fuck, and Homeboy can work his balls off. No disrespect to Darby,
2: but he beat the shit out of Darby for like 15 minutes, and that's weird. And I I didn't see it, but it's weird that they chose that guy. And again, John Silver is freaking tremendous. We've we've seen him for god knows how many years around in the area wrestling. But that's weird that they chose him to according to your uh, to your story they, that they gave John Silver that much offense out of like anyone they could have given that much offense. Like why not someone from like Team Taz or like why not like someone uh, that's weird that they chose john silver to give him that much offense when god to and then have darby fight underneath against against john silver who's great he's over he's comical he's hysterical he does great things he's a great worker but never really known to be like beat you down to you can't get up kind of wrestler
0: now, look, if that's what they were – if the, I don't know what the story – again, this is the way I saw the match. If someone else watches it, like Kate and Anthony, uh, I think Kate thought it was a 50-50 match. Like, it was – I thought she okay. thought – or maybe Anthony did. I apologize. One of them thought it was like a 50-50 match. But I didn't think Darby got enough offense in, and I didn't like it. If that's the champion he's going to be, just take the fucking title off of him. It looks like they're going to set up him and Matt Hardy in some kind of feud. Um Matt Hardy's buying everybody to beat everybody up. He got involved in this, and I know he's got a thing with the Dark Order. Uh, So there's a lot of spoons in the porridge, as I like to say. So, Tony, you didn't watch Dark uh, Dynamite. No. But you do know about the new TV show coming to TNT.
1: I listened to the recap. Isn't it going to be about Cody and Brandy and the Roads to the top,
2: baby. Love it. Why not?
0: I have no. I have no qualms. I'm
1: embarrassed. With it. I can't even show my face,
2: dude. Take take advantage of that
0: Turner money, man. Go for it. Who cares? Uh, it was not. It's not going to be the second show on the network, and it's great, just... another show. Look,
1: Wonderful, look, Tony. Tony, how, you're how watching how fucking you House watching Hunters International.
0: It? I'm sorry, Matt. Repeat what? that. Matt. I said you're watching House Hunters International. There's probably a bunch of people jonesing for some reality TV. They see Brandy. They see Cody, they know Cody from the big show. Well, yeah, maybe they're fucking tuning in. Who knows? I don't know. P- tons of people who don't watch wrestling watch Total Divas and the Bellas
2: and Miz and Misses. Yeah, and the Miz and the Misses. That's a good call. So, I- I'd go for it. I mean, how many people watch TNT other than watching basketball or or AEW? <laughs> I don't know if you, you like the it?
0: same movie that they show all the time.
2: Yeah. It's like and Jim Ross makes you make sure that you know what movie's coming on next
0: yeah buddy uh so anything else from the AEW world anyone have any questions you want to talk about i wanted to say like
2: i lost my train of thought nope all
0: right cool <laughs> moving on mlw fusion tony anything you want to talk about from fusion uh, gino medino beat zenshi uh mil muertes beat gringo loco calvin tankman defeated uh. zod uh
1: Oh box. god, the Sentai Death Squad idiot. Stop. Stop with the bullshit. Stop. Give me some more Alicia Toot Richard Holiday flirting. Maybe like each other, maybe not. I'd rather watch that. All right. They tap Mil Muertes. They keep saying, Oh, is uh is Hammerstone gonna get his title back? He's still the fucking champion. He needs to get possession of a belt. He's not he didn't lose the championship. I hate that they fucking do that. That's that Saint Saint
0: Laurent guy. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: But are they doing this on purpose just to try to make people think that Mil Muertes is a champion? Bullshit. Fuck off. And they pull the bait and switch on the main event again. Look, main event was fine. Tom Lawler, a little high with the toss of the brass knucks, but at least it told a fucking story. And at least there was some really awkward bumps because these guys were falling into the chains. And that made sense in this match. But that fucking heave ho to fucking throw the, the brass knucks to Kevin Koo and it fucking winds up in, in uh, fucking Marshall's hand and he fucking pop, pop, pop. I'm okay with that. But fucking, I said butt fucking... The fucking Mil Muertes Gringo Loco, the fucking uh, Sentai Death Squad idiot. It's like, come on, man. You gave us four matches, but two of them were fucking awful. Be better, man. Look, next week is Never Say Never. And unless Calvin Tankman's pulling out a fucking victory and he's going to win this belt... MLW might be on the fucking chopping block, dude. I've said it a few weeks now. It's getting rough. Yeah, but didn't they just like tease like a big announcement? Like they're going to like they, some other...
2: They Netflix always
0: tease. Just- look, their big they're announcements te- are like some streaming service. They're going to yeah. team with like Oriental Wrestling Universe. Like,
2: hey, if they're getting paid, I mean, that's yeah, no, around. that's
0: good for them. But look, some of the, some of this shit is hard to watch. I'm sorry. Some people like brave about it. I've, I did not watch this week. I watched the last couple of weeks. You know, Filthy Island was probably the best thing they've done, and from and that was from like an entertainment standpoint. The matches themselves weren't anything to write home about. Your big fucking match that you've been building up for over a year, King Mo and Loki, was like fucking two minutes. It was dumb. Yep. Zenshi jumping out of a tree, super entertaining.
1: There Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff on that show. The commentary was fucking outstanding. It's Those guys worked so well together. What did you but, feel
0: i'm sorry tony to cut you off how do you feel about this uh this this main event with the steel chains
1: i thought it was fine i i i don't like that they shitted the fucking to tom lawler and taken ach out of it i guess ach couldn't show up because he wasn't even there for it but uh tom lawler's supposed to be hurt but he's at ringside and absolutely fine if you fucking pay attention and uh the bumps were awkward but the, some of them but they should have been uh, your boy Guarini wrestled without his Gion uh, again, which is awesome. And nice. Kevin Koo, by the way, looked in a lot better shape than he did when he debuted. So good on him. He actually looks like he can handle himself now. Overall, I didn't have a problem with that. I had a problem with a lot of the other shit that was on the show. Your event right. was, was a perfectly serviceable main event despite the fucking bait and switch again. Why do you need to just fucking say it's Devon Eric's Against Violence is Forever? What's the fucking shame in that?
3: Just do that. They're
0: still building that feud, I guess. Yeah, but this shit
1: is all in the can already. It's real easy to fucking say, like, let's just make it a tag match.
0: I hear you. I hear you, man. Uh, Let's hit on a little news and notes before we get to our big topic at hand. Uh, When you wake up tomorrow morning, gentlemen, Tuesday, March 30th, the New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP World Heavyweight Championship will have been revealed, and we will get our first look at a brand-new championship belt in New Japan Pro Wrestling.
1: Can't fucking wait. Love like new it. belts, and New Japan's on a roll with fucking beautiful belts. Like it. Love it. Uh,
0: I mentioned the New Japan USA Cup. Uh, the tournament is set. Clark Connors takes on Leo Rush. Brody King takes on Chris Dickinson. Ren Narita takes on Filthy Tom Lawler. And Hiku Leo takes on Fred
1: Rosser. Uh,
0: the winner of this will will face probably John Moxley at a later date and time.
1: Oh, John Moxley.
0: Uh, Dave Meltzer has reported that Zelina Vega is off the free agent market for now. Apparently, she sh- signed a short contract. It doesn't say where, but
1: don't be surprised if she shows up somewhere. Is she... Is she taking the Vega bus to get there? Maybe. The road doggy
0: dog suffered a heart attack, so we wish him uh, well in his recovery.
3: Yeah, for sure. You
0: guys better call an ambulance. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think Tony made a joke about it earlier. Batista out. He will not be at the Hall of Fame ceremony. He has a previous commitment into the Hall of Fame. Friend of the show, Rob Van Dam.
1: Bigger it, friend of the show.
0: Into the show. The big red machine. Kane going oh, into yeah. the hall of fame. Going Bigger. into the hall of fame. Bigger. This this is where you lose me. Right. <laughs> Let's talk, buddy. Let's talk. The great collie. Hall of Fame.
1: How could you not? Hall of Fame. Sorry, 100%. what? How could you not? Look. The I'm, hall so, of I'm fame...
0: sorry. How could I not?
1: The Hall of 100%. Fame, for all 100%. intents and purposes, means nothing. It's great for the guys that go in. They get their night in the spotlight. They get to tell great stories. They get to thank everybody they want to thank. It's a magical night for each and every person that gets inducted. However, there is no criteria other than one man that sits at Titan Tower that says, I want to put X, Y, and Z in the Hall of Fame this year. And that's the way it works. When you get past that point, why not Great Khali? Why not?
2: Tony, I'm with you. And I'll even go a a step further with a different argument why I feel like he 100% is a Hall of Famer. (laughs) Professional wrestling is a sport where the results are decided by somebody else not involved. So if they decided to put the World Heavyweight Championship on Great Khali and put him in world title matches with Batista, with Undertaker, with Triple H, then yeah. He's as deserving as a Hall of Fame spot as any other world champion that you could have. And John Cena. John Cena. Yeah. And Tony, I'll I'll say that the criteria for Hall of Fame has certainly 100% been, you know, I guess bastardized for lack of a better word. It's, It's like you said, it's who you want to put in, but it's a sport where the results are decided by somebody else. So you win the world championship, you go in. That's to me, that's a no brainer. And while we could always pull this argument out of our hats,
1: is it too soon? A lot, a lot of these guys are too soon or, or are we just getting older? Like I was, in- <laughs> it doesn't matter too. Like, like you listen to Tony Schiavone, Tony oh. Schiavone like, I am not going to accept a hall of fame induction if I'm ever asked because X, Y, and Z should go in before me. That's not how it works. Yeah. Bruno San Martino should have been one of the first people to go in after Andre went in. Yeah, and it yeah. took fucking decades for that to happen. It's not how it works anymore. Yeah. And that
2: we have this. This, this, part, this is the part of the conversation that we have every year about who should go in before who. It's not about that.
3: It's mm-hmm.
2: not about that. He's a former world champion in an entertainment business that, that he, they decided to give him the championship. For whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, he won it. He's, Hall of Fame. Go for he, it.
1: You know who else is going to go in eventually? Jinder Mahal, and people are going to say the same thing. Why does he? Ah, no, that's where. Ooh. Why, Kevin?
2: He's a world champion.
1: Nah, you, yeah. imagine, you, you guys may have caught me. You guys may
2: have caught me. So is Alberto Del Rio. Oh, so he's sh- not going in because he's a freaking scumbag so criminal. Jinder
1: Mahal is the first ever Indian WWE champion. Not yeah. even the world champion. He won the. He won the fucking one with all the history and the lineage, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably go in at some point.
2: But, like, would I rather see a Rick Martel? Would I rather see the Steiner brothers? Would I rather see someone from our childhood go yeah. in first? Yes, yeah. of course. Like, this Hall of Fame class is kind of crazy. And if you think about how recent... I mean, Kane's been around since 1997. It's 2021. That's a 20-year career. Like, so that's fine. RVD's been around forever. So... I guess it's more of like us getting older and not realizing that, yeah, they're recent compared to a Rick Martel or to, you know, a Steiner Brothers or to a Demolition. Um, but th- that's a long time. You've been out.
1: So if you really want to lose your mind, WWE's putting out a list of the top 50 women of all time. You will fucking lose your shit reading this thing. I, I have read, it. I, I, I have read read your top, top 10 five. right here. Oh Do boy. Do it.
0: I'm always prepared. Also, uh, great Kali Hall of Fame. Never in my brain will I ever put those two in the same
2: sentence.
1: Tough shit. and, and, actually, no, it,
3: and that's fair.
1: Cool. <laughs> that's fair, Matt's in the.
2: That's a hundred percent fair because of what he does in the ring. He's he's uh, he was atrocious.
0: Yes, and he so killed a
2: person.
1: He didn't kill somebody. If you paid attention to anything, that guy was in bad shape, and they take, they take the people training them insisted that he continue. No, I know. Like, okay, he's I'll
0: just help. not. When I think a Hall of Fame wrestler, there's a lot of people that you can make an argument for. In my opinion, I don't think Great Khali is one of them. There's a lot of people in a Hall of Fame that you could make a legit argument for. Great Khali, in my opinion, is not one of them. Now, to be fair, I also was not watching during that era, but what I've seen of the Great Khali does not make me be like, I'm gonna fucking buy a ticket to see this freakazoid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's,
2: not, that's not. There's a lot of. There's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame that didn't move tickets. They were just.
0: I agree, but the, a lot of those people also had some other attributes that maybe you could, you know, be like, "Oh, this is why they're in." Granted, I wouldn't gr- agree with them, and maybe you wouldn't, but I just don't see it in the great Khali. I feel and like a lot of pe- a That's lot a, lot a very weird choice.
2: The- A lot of people are going to push the. Well, he did a lot for the international business with India, which is fine. But even if that didn't happen, he's he's a he's a world champion. uh, Top programs. I mean, people have gotten in for a lot less. The Hall of Fame is not an in-ring,
3: you know.
1: And when you're the inspiration for a country that has over a billion people in it, that's a big fucking deal. You don't realize how rabid the fans are in India for guys like Great Kali, for guys like Jinder Mahal. It's a whole other world over there, and it's like three or four times the size of the world here. See, and And you want to know
0: why people move over there to start a fashion business. You just answered your own question, buddy. Mm
1: Listen, I, I'm not knocking Great Khali's fashion. I love wearing fucking pajamas everywhere.
0: We got to find the Ringkaw King and do a watch along on that.
1: Ring King? I, I started falling down that rabbit hole a few weeks ago, too. It's some interesting shit. Scott Steiner loses his fucking mind, and it's
0: awesome. Of course he does. Uh, I only have the top 10 of this list. That's, That's fine.
1: fine. If you get a chance, folks, find the 50, because you'll be like, what in the fuck?
0: uh it's from 1993 until now i don't know the parameters because what i pulled does not have 93 until now yes oh so that's why. look they're not gonna after the whole thing with mula and them taking away the the battle royal they're not gonna fucking put her on a list
1: yeah but there's there's women that were like from the 80s aside from her sure
0: but they're not on the list i don't know why they did 93
1: well if if that's
2: the spectrum of the list we can't you can't be mad. We can be mad at that's what the, the list that they made, but we can't get mad at like that's that's the list they chose to make. So let's just take it for what it is. All
0: right, Kevin, you're a list guy. Give me who do you think is in the top ten?
2: Uh, obviously Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus is your
0: number one ranked female.
2: That makes sense to me. China's right. got to be there.
0: China comes in at number four. Lita. Lita is number eight. Alundra Blaze. Alundra Blaze number seven. So here's where we get tricky. Would
2: mm-hmm. they put in a Bold Nakano?
0: Not in the top ten. I don't. Know. I I can pull up
2: the fifty. But no, that's I fine.
0: Just have the ten in front of me.
2: Um, Kevin, I'll I'm go... gonna give you a hint.
0: They're all no. current wrestlers.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you gotta have the Charlotte, Sasha, Becky.
0: Charlotte two, Sasha six, Becky three. Natty. How
1: long has Charlotte been wrestling?
0: Natty is not in the top ten. Natty's,
1: Natty's not in the top ten. Charlotte, wow! number two.
2: Um. So current, current. Wait, Beth Phoenix has got to be in there.
0: Beth Phoenix is not in the top ten.
1: All right. So that what? means
2: that That means that there's better people. Um. All right, so we made the the big three. Um.
0: You're missing the fourth.
2: I said Sasha. Oh, is Ronda Rousey in there?
0: Ronda Rousey is number nine. All right, so that's the one that I'd have. A, and, and you're still you're still missing the fourth from the fourth four horsewomen.
2: Sasha Beck. Dex- oh Bailey. Oi 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 oi. Bailey
0: is number ten. You're missing the number five ranked female. Oi oi oi. And she's a current Alexa Bliss. No. Oh.
1: Kev. Oi oi oi.
0: No, he already Stop. mentioned Becky.
1: He did Becky. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, five head. Stop it! Did you say five head? Yes, I, I, I he's I named all the four horsewomen. You said shitlocker? Let me. That, will you sh- let me do this? Wait, who's shitlocker? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, he said. Uh, he said she's number ten.
2: Couldn't be Naomi. It's not Natty. It's not Tamina. Is it?
3: I'm not like most girl. It's not. I'm only taking what I'm giving. she's
1: the, oh, no. she's the champion. Uh, uh, Sasha. She's the WWE Women's Champion. Oh, Asuka?
0: Yes. Asuka at number five. So from ten to one, Bailey, Ronda Rousey, Lita, Alundra Blaze, Sasha Branks. Branks. Uh Asuka China. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Trish.
3: I'm not like most girls. I'm only taking what i am
1: That's a that, listen, I got like I said. We, no Mickey James. In the no. top ten. How do you put women who are still in the middle of their careers in the top ten?
2: How? Because they've accomplished a lot while they've been working. Ugh. Listen, we're we're. I am I never thought that I'd be this way, but we're getting to the point where the recency bias shouldn't bother us anymore. It's no. really they're, they're they're all of these are certified hall of famers. Look, Maybe Tony fans, Ronda Rousey.
0: Tony, let me ask you a question. Could could you could you? buy into mickey james headlining a pay-per-view honestly that's a good point
2: and that's no disrespect to mickey no she's none fantastic. she's fantastic like gail kim could have been on that if she had a better better wwe run I, i'll volley with this oh, oh allow volley, me sir. to volley sir
1: before volley. it happened could you picture becky lynch headlining a wrestlemania
2: she did
0: before before it, ha- before it happened pre man no yeah pre man no
2: yeah
0: now could i see uh sasha and bayley a pay-per-view not wrestlemania a pay-per-view yes based off of NXT takeover in brooklyn yes i could buy them headlining a pay-per-view
1: Okay, but don't forget, Mickey James also came up in an era where there weren't that many women's I wrestlers. Understand we were also on the cusp of the lingerie match and the mud match and all these other nonsense matches, which continued on through Vicky Guerrero being there right. however long she was there.
2: But we I think I think pre women's revolution, I don't think anyone and could realistically see them main eventing a pay-per-view
0: but and then they've moved very far away from that and these women are not looked at as as divas now they are women professional wrestlers
2: yeah, absolutely and i'd be upset if there was if there wasn't a woman's match main eventing one of the nights of wrestlemania if, yeah. if if rhea ripley or Asuka or bianca Belair or sasha doesn't main event or doesn't close one of them that to me would be a letdown
1: well, I think this year it's uh, Bianca's and Sasha's closing night one.
2: Yes, that's what
0: the, oh, that's,
1: from, that, that was announced.
0: From what I'm seeing, yes, they will be the main event of night one.
1: All right. Well, not the main event overall, but of night one. Yes. yes. That's what he said.
0: So look, the, all these current women, though, have done a lot more than some of
1: these, you know. But if you take a Trish Stratus or a Lita and put them into this current... Revolution, not as like you know, the old guard, but if they actually came up through the system at the same time, I don't have any problem with them headlining a pay-per-view. Oh, of course not. No more the the thing. Thing. Trish and Lita probably could have headlined a WrestleMania. They headlined a Raw. They weren't they the first yeah. ones to, to main event Raw.
2: First female main event of Raw. So yes, and that know, just
3: happened.
1: Fucking broke her neck during that. Yeah. That one was a little rough. The match was yeah. fine except for that dive. Oof. Um, I guess that's the women's thing. What else you got, Matt? Uh, do we want to go down the peacock rabbit hole? Um, before you do that, I just want to mention uh, shocking news. At least in the uh, in the wrestle crap world, anybody who's been a longtime fan of WrestleCrap Radio, I know they were kind of one of my inspirations. That you know, led me to get into doing this little show we have here. Uh, one of the members of that crew, uh, Blade Braxton, unexpectedly died over the weekend. And uh, I found out about it yesterday when uh, his partner, R.D. Reynolds, had posted on Facebook about it. And then as I started reading, more and more people uh, putting their condolences online, rest in peace. Blade was like my age. He was only like 45 years old. And uh, he knows a lot of people. As a matter of fact, he's, uh, he was pretty close with friend of the show, Nick Stapp, uh, a.k.a. Yeah. CPA, uh, and I know that uh, Nick uh, went out there for the first uh, WrestleCrap, um, the WrestleCrap roast many years ago, the DVD, which sits on the shelf behind me. Uh, just, just a really sad thing, man. Like, like cool guy, talked to him, had a chance to meet up with him. Well, had the opportunity to meet up with him at extreme rising and had those assholes not fucked up my tickets. I would have actually uh, got a chance to, you know, actually meet him in person and spend some time with him. But, uh, we always we always chatted up and joked around on facebook and uh you know on uh on uh direct messages to each other and it's a fucking bummer man like it just came out of the blue like you look at his facebook timeline he had bookings coming up for the rest of the year like april may june so you know him and his uh, his uh his alter ego the midnight rose like he was going to get back out there and start doing the rose garden gimmick again and it just it's a fucking bummer no idea nothing disclosed as to what happened or how it happened or anything just he's gone. And it was, it was kind of a kick, man. Like anytime any of these guys that are in like the broadcasting side or in like the, uh, you know, the, the writing and the research side, uh, it, it's always a bummer. Cause it feels like it's like one of ours. It's like closer to home, you know? And I was always, I was a fan of Russell crap for years. So, you know, it, hit, it particularly close to me and it just sucks, man. That's why tonight I'm wearing the midnight row shirt, even though it's a two XL and that was for my fat days. But, uh, you know, a little bit of tribute to the guy behind the Midnight Rose, rest in peace, Blade. Didn't
0: they uh they tear apart your awful long read for this podcast when we first started? Yes,
1: yes. If you go back into the archives of Wrestle Crap Radio, they they <laughs> shit on us quite a bit. That was in the days when I didn't know how to cut down a commercial to 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, they shit on you because it was very fucking wordy.
1: I, I, I mean, so I
2: don't great. know, I never listened to Wrestle Crap Radio, but I do remember like, a long, long time ago, like, even, like, when I was, like, and I don't know if he was a part of it at that point, but going to, like, check every day to see what the new additions to WrestleCrap.com were, and then you go to the art, like, every day there would be, like, three at, like, the top that were just, like, that were added, and uh, and it would just be a, it'd just be hysterical to watch, and, of course, you could go to the archives, and they'd give a little, not a dissertation, but a little summary of why this person's on WrestleCrap
1: yeah he he eventually got into writing for the site and he did a lot of work with uh trauma the people behind like you know like all those weird spooky movies i forget who the guy's name is that's in charge but uh he traveled around quite a bit with them and he filmed a lot of recent movies with toxic avenger is probably the one that everybody knows that came out of trauma corporation so you know actor and he he did a um he did a version of like the, the Billy Joe Bob, you know, like watching the movies and shit like that. But it was more like spooky movies. I forget what the name of the show was, but uh, he was inv- he, a lot of a lot of TV stuff, a lot of movie stuff, man. He a guy that had a lot of spoons in the porridge, as Matt likes to say. Well,
0: yeah. yeah. The bummer rest, he's gone, man. Rest in peace, Blade. Um, that was a book that got me through when I got flooded out of my house. I took it with me. we were staying in all the hotels trying to figure out where life was gonna end up and uh you know just to laugh and read about shitty wrestling at the end of the night was uh kind of kind of helped help move things on so uh rest in peace uh played braxton and uh thoughts and prayers to everyone over at the wrestle crap and rd reynolds and
1: company yep
0: Well, now that you brought that up in the middle of the fucking show. uh,
1: Middle of the show? We've been doing this two and a half hours already. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh,
0: Did we want to jump? Did you want anything? Uh, I know we recorded our special on Saturday, uh, and Kevin was hot about the peacock. Um, Peacock? They are editing a bunch of stuff. uh, Specifically right now, they said the Piper... Uh, half black face from WrestleMania six, and when Vince McMahon used the N word in the backstage segment with Cena and Booker T.
3: Yeah,
2: I got. No, I, I don't have an issue with that. Really, yeah. it's tough though.
0: Well, the question is, where do you draw the line, though? So, you do you take out the Nation uh, DX spoof's, or DX is spoofing the Nation? I.
2: D- I think you take out. I think you take out Shawn Michaels eating a banana at ringside. I mean, if they could take all
0: Shawn Michaels off the network, I wouldn't be against it.
2: (laughs) I get to Bell. I don't. I don't know. I'll let. I'll let. Listen.
0: I'm not against like the racial, like the N word, like uh, the fact that they even did that. Fucking blows my mind. Um, Get
2: that off. That's fine. The the Piper Blackface take that off 100% but can you can you get away with
1: leaving the match on and just not and just taking off the promo you see you say 100% but everybody just thinks like oh piper was in blackface that's racist take it off that's not the context of this of the story yeah they were not- saying that that
2: yeah i've heard that too tony
1: you know piper said doesn't matter to me never mattered what color you were everybody was equal and that was the point he was trying to make by being half and half now over the top white glove, Michael Jackson, fucking dancing during the match could have done without that for okay. sure. All
3: right.
1: Here, here's, here's my thing. Should they edit any of this stuff out? No. Across the board, across the bar. No, they shouldn't edit any of it out. That being said, it's Peacock, NBC universal. It's their deal with WWE. It's their footage. We are just bystanders that pay or maybe not pay to see it. And if that's what they're going to do, they're going to do it. Yeah. To me, it sucks. It's not my decision. Out of my hands. Fucking bums me out. Well, could you get away with,
2: not get away, I, not, I don't want to say get away with, but like Disney Plus, a lot of the Disney movies back in the day have a whole bunch of racial overtones. They put in this. They, they
1: don't air a lot of that stuff. They took what? out an episode of the Muppet show. No, they didn't take, no, they didn't take anything out.
2: They no, there's just, an
1: episode. There's they just put, episode you can't see
3: no
2: I don't think they no, just no. they just moved a lot of the old Disney movies to out of the children's section so like if you want to watch like Dumbo if you want to watch that you have to just go they did put a disclaimer in front of the Muppet show saying that this isn't how we feel now this is what some things were then and I mean you can't get upset about them taking stuff out you could be upset as like a fan but you can't be upset as a person like you know what i mean like if that makes any sense i mean
0: it's entertainment so like no one's look we talked about private pile before no one's going gonna go back and edit full metal jacket do i agree with everything that is said in that movie and the stuff that's portrayed no but that's the time like that's just what it, it this is entertainment this isn't like You know, Vince McMahon's not running, I mean, he could be, he's a fucking crazy person, but he's not running around throwing the N-word around, you know, like, it's professional wrestling. It's funny because, Kevin, we watched The Office, The Office is on Peacock. There's a lot of fucking, The Office did a lot of questionable shit. There's an episode where Michael's like, you don't call your friends retards, uh, if they're really retards, you just call them retards because they're, like, being stupid, so that's why I call people faggy. Yeah, and like that is not something that, even 15 years later, is acceptable. But it's still on there. So, and that's a peacock vehicle. Uh,
2: That's the thing. It's the picking and choosing that confuses me. That's all. But I mean, I'm I'm not gonna argue with anyone wanting to take it out. I don't know. That's just me. If you just
0: put, I think you just put a disclaimer on it and just let it is. It you can't alter history. You know, it's.
2: I'm more Ah, offended, that that argument, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that one either, because like, are we just going to be okay with how history was and not want to, I mean, this is a completely conversation that is way above, I think, my 100% intellectual uh, pay grade, but the whole, it was a part of, like, history should change, it should evolve, and to keep acknowledging bad stuff that happened because it happened at the time, Doesn't necessarily make it right, but my bigger gripe with the Peacock is that I can't watch Monday Nitro yet. Right. Well, what happens when they start
0: fucking with your nitros and they take shit out? Well, they
2: didn't take out nitro. Nitro wasn't super racist, was it?
0: No, but we're not talking just race though. If they're gonna start with this, I mean, the whole fucking attitude era.
2: No, it's not. If I had to pick my, if I had to pick and choose, would would I rather? (laughs) ww Network still be its own standalone? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I understand it's a growing process. Peacock, it's gonna take time, but it's 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 been it's brutal. I don't want to watch. We just talked about it in the beginning of the show. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch a stone cold interview with Randy Orton. Like I want to watch like freaking WCW Monday Night Show from when the Giant turns on WCW or joins the NWO. I can't I, watch that right now.
1: I wonder. We have friends that don't live within the country. We have people that live in Canada. We have people that live across the pond. I wonder if we could do some, uh, what do they call that? Virtual IP stuff, like
2: illegal streaming.
1: No, 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 no. Get, get a, uh, get one of those IP. You know, whatever they call them. Like they always advertise on on radio and shit.
2: Oh, like the personal security VIP.
1: Yeah, what's the company? There's a company that advertises everywhere for, like, uh, net security, like, to get your, like, a like a, an IP where you could, like... And then just borrow somebody's credentials from outside the country. That should be an easy fix, no?
2: I have no idea. I
0: don't
1: know. There's got to be a workaround. There's got to be.
0: Kate brings something. Like, for a long time, Benoit was edited out of all the WWE history, and then when the network came back, they put him back in. And I don't think that really like nobody was like oh well I'm not you know no one was like I'm getting rid of the fucking network has been waz on it I'm sure there were a handful of people yeah. but not to the point where it affected the WWE's revenue
2: Yeah but we're talking about one single person one single incident horrific incident but the the greater culture is more inclined to rebel against a social issue than it is to than to one crime
0: I also have quite like if you're going to the Peacock app to watch wrestling,
1: peacock.
0: like, this, peacock.
1: Peacock.
0: like peacock. this is the, this is your fan base. Like, yeah, maybe you get a couple rogue people that might stumble on to the Peacock cause they see like, uh, an advertisement. But I mean, I don't know. Do they really expect to get like a bunch of new viewers? Like, are people going to subscribe that don't. Are you gonna if subscribe to something that you're not familiar with? It's but
2: Matt. When if you go if you go to Peacock, it's literally like the third. Oh no, I know. I have the Peacock app app yeah. on my phone, and I use it. So, the... you know, so you might. It's not out of the realm of possibility. So then you, you just might... put a disclaimer on it. Look, I get... Peacock. I think the
0: real question is where does the editing? What's the line? How yeah, much are we fair. going to edit it out? Like, am I against the Piper thing? No, I really don't give a shit. I thought it was stupid that he did it to begin with. The N word, it can go. But where do we, you know, are we going to start getting rid of like? And I don't condone violence against women, but there were part, you know, times when women got involved. They maybe caught a spear. They maybe got hit. Is that out? Is For a the long D- time. Is the DX stuff out? Is the nation stuff out? Like, what's the? Where are we drawing? Are yes. the Cena raps out?
1: You know. Ooh. Kate brought it up in the Discord. Raping Stephanie McMahon, drugging her. What about stuff like that? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't rape Stephanie McMahon. They, they drugged, drugged her, her and her. they
0: married her to somebody he else. He
1: consummated the marriage. He mm-hmm. said it in his promo. That's true. Yeah. He fucked Katie Vick, the corpse. He Vince McMahon her. wrestled fucking God, didn't he? They pulled They pulled fucking Jr's head out of his ass, Dr. Heine. <laughs> Matt, you know what? Everything that we just talked about, you could pull that and i wouldn't even give a shit may may young <laughs> gave birth to a fucking hand just give me a final... he was hooking up with a tranny that grabbed his dick and said you got a penis
2: <laughs> yeah we don't know we, we don't want to offend all the peacock subscribing hands <laughs> no
0: it's just a we it's a it'll be very interesting to see
1: kratso brought up snitsky punted a fucking baby yeah you're right hunted a baby then that's matt's point where's the line
2: right hunted a freaking baby
1: (laughs) didn't paul ornirff say that that, uh shit about jyd's ancestors being in chains and and piper was calling adrian adonis the f word oh and
0: they used to do the the chinese eyes to mr fuji
1: all the time well he did it wrestlemania too i wouldn't say all the time (laughs) but he did it on fucking pay-per-view holy shit and dude like didn't like
2: Didn't like Terry, didn't like D.L.O. Brown, like other, didn't he cause like Terry Runnels
1: to have air quote miscarriage? Like, didn't like, oh, there were a few miscarriages over the years, weren't there?
2: uh, Yeah, uh, justice. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
1: gorilla, thank you. (laughs) Fighting the Serpesius plexicordus all right can we get into our wrestlemania lists? come on yeah we're, we're two yeah, hours so I'm looking to pull, I'm
0: pull i want to pull up all the the responses that we got here so uh i was like oh we don't have a lot to talk about tomorrow night so why
2: <laughs> then we talked about freaking
0: i said <laughs> why don't we come up with a list of our top 10 favorite wrestlemania match? because i thought top five like if you really have to top Narrow it down. I think we're all going to be on the same page, and we might all still be on the same page.
2: Oh, I don't think so. I don't think we are at all. So, and so I'm telling did... you, ten, ten is even tight. You think
1: how many WrestleManias there's been? Ten is tough, dude. And I, I was down to about twenty-five matches that I had to chop down to ten because wow. I went through them all.
0: I came, so, uh, I came in at twenty-six, and I had to chop it down to ten. See,
2: I stopped when I when I got to eleven, and I was I was realizing if these are the first eleven that I thought of, then. You know, why am I going to even keep going? Because if I thought of these first, that obviously means that they meant something to me.
1: I might've so. even had more than that, Matt. I might've been, I might've had 30. I wasn't counting them until I got down to my 10. Uh, can I suggest um, the inconclusive breakdown, great members of our network, by the way, they do a top 10 every week. And what they do is they'll oh just God. go in order. Like we'll pick an order of the three of us and we'll each say what our number 10 was, then our number nine. And if you hit on something that somebody else might have, that person can call out that they have it higher on their list. So, for instance, just say Matt picks, uh, I don't know, um, you know, uh, Hogan against King Kong Bundy, and he, that's his number nine. And I have it as my number six. I'll say higher on the list, which means that for me, it's coming up. So we know that two of us had one of the same matches.
2: I'm Make way sense? too many seltzers deep for this.
1: Right.
2: I, th- I think we can drive the ship, Tony.
1: I'm just saying, it, it works. it works well, and it kind of gets the – Juice is flowing, so whatever.
0: All right, so let's go. Let's start with uh, who wants to start with their number 10?
1: I'll start.
2: We're gonna, we're, we're, it's not a guessing game, right? No, it's not guess a guessing it? game.
1: No, 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 god, we'll be here for so fucking two in the morning. <laughs> oh, I love it. My number 10 from WrestleMania 33 Brock Lesnar defeats Bill Goldberg for the Universal title. Really, fucking number 10? Yep, number 10. Oh, you got to see some of my honorable mentions. We all can right. Talk
2: about all later. right. Kev, let's go to you. Number 10 on your list. My number 10 is probably a lot higher on a lot of other people's lists. But my number 10 is Ricky Steamboat, Macho Man Randy Savage, WrestleMania 3.
1: Higher on the list.
2: Higher on my list as well. All, all mine are sentimental. That's why. Fair Look, there's no,
0: you know. you yep.
1: No right or wrongs. Yep.
0: Um, My number 10, WrestleMania 5. Brainbusters Strike
3: Force.
2: Ooh, good pull. That's a great pull because the Brainbusters were a vehicle for the the, the the Strike Force breakup.
0: Yes, and I for some stri- I love this story. I love this match and I love this story. Um and I came in at 10 and I, and I had to cut. I I'll tell you, I'll give you a sneak. There's no Hogan Savage from 5. There's no Hogan uh <laughs> Warrior from 6 on my yeah. list.
1: Yeah,
2: that's a, it's a good point, Tony. We, we can talk about it after. All
0: right. Yeah. Uh, I'll start with my number nine snake. I like it. WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan, triple H. Ooh, good pull again. I think, uh, and, and we saw this in our responses on Twitter. I like the story. Daniel Bryan was the underdog. He had to beat triple H to get to the main event. And this match was really fucking good.
1: It was, they had their working boots on and it was the opening match of that WrestleMania.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: Kevin, you're number nine.
2: My number nine is from WrestleMania four and it is the battle Royal from Whoa! WrestleMania four.
3: Whoa. Where All right. Bad news.
2: Brown eliminates Bret Hart to win. And then Bret Hart comes back and completely destroys the trophy and signal, signals signals the, the face turn of the Hart foundation, which didn't really make sense the way it was booked, but it made sense uh, later on. So yeah, number uh Number nine, WrestleMania four, Battle Royal.
0: Also, the opening match of WrestleMania four. That's right,
2: yes. buddy. And they introduced everyone was in the ring, and they just introduced everyone. They they just stood up and waved. Hey, I'm
1: here. That's a classic '80s battle royal uh, announcing. That's that's great stuff. My number nine. WrestleMania 22, Trish Stratus defends the women's championship against Mickey James. Uh-huh. Love, love, love this match. Mickey James came in as a fucking heel, and the crowd loved her. They hated Trish. We got the fucking V lick from Mickey James. Aside from the botch at the end, this was great storytelling with Mickey being her stalker leading up to this match, and Mickey James wins the championship. Fan fucking tastic. Loved this.
2: Nice. nice.
0: All right, Tony, we circle back to you for number eight then.
1: Number eight, we're going to WrestleMania 18, perhaps the fucking loudest match in WrestleMania history. Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Fantastic. You're never going to get a crowd like that ever again. They went fucking banana. They turned Hogan and the Rock, to his credit, started wrestling as a heel. Fucking awesome stuff. And it led to the return of Hulkamania. Can't ask for more than that. It's
2: higher on my list.
0: What? Well,
1: nice. Tony,
2: you went WrestleMania 18. I went WrestleMania 8, and it involves what are the same participants. Uh, my number 8 is from WrestleMania eight, 8 versus Hulk Hogan. Wow, really? Yes. Only because the craziness at the end, and it marked the return of the Ultimate Warrior, which seemed like eons, but it was really only like four or five months. But see, I, I remember I was at my buddy's house. Uh, it was a birthday party we were watching it and just hearing the ultimate warriors music and like wait a second is that is that ultimate warrior that it, lo and behold it was the ultimate warrior coming back uh screw up finish papa shango sid hogan and then of course the return of the ultimate warrior my number eight is wrestlemania eight sid versus hogan
3: nice
0: uh, my number eight comes from wrestlemania 10 the ladder match, Razor Ramon and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, or as some like to say, Shawn Michaels against the ladder.
1: I don't think that's fair. I don't
0: think
2: that's fair at all. I'm not it. saying it's fair. I'm just saying that's what people say. Just, I love I'm just, I'm just thinking of that spot where he just splashes him on the ladder. That's why that just popped into my head.
0: It was uh it's something that sticks in my head as a child. We had never seen uh anything like this. At the time, there was the one on the, like the whack 'em and smack 'em uh, when it was Brett and HBK. Um, but man, this was taken to a whole nother level. And that <laughs> WrestleMania 10 was huge for me. So this comes in at number eight for me.
1: And that finish was so unique with uh, HBK getting caught up in the ropes and Razor Ramon getting the free climb. Excellent. Excellent.
0: And again, storytelling. HBK, you had to relinquish the belt. Razor won it in the battle royal, and then beat Martel, and then HPK uh, goes back. I'm the real champ. Nah, 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 not today. Ladder match.
1: Not today. Uh, my seven,
0: Tony, was your eight. WrestleMania 18, Rock, and uh, the Hulkster brother. Um, I was out by this point. I hadn't, I was done watching. I hadn't. I think 17 was my last WrestleMania. Going back and seeing this now, though. And the crowd, as you said, electric. I mean, it'd be silly not to put this on the list. Um, so I put that at number seven. Hogan nice. and the rock nice. at eighteen.
1: Kev, who's your seven? My number
2: seven, you guys might have this and it'll probably be higher, but this was the first pay-per-view that I ever got at my house, and it was actually my dad's birthday on April first, nineteen ninety, WrestleMania six. It's Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. Good. Uh, cool at number si- at number uh at number 7 WrestleMania 6 we had a bunch of our buddies over uh as kids and it was like i said it was my dad's birthday he let us get the pay-per-view first pay-per-view we ever watched at our house as a family with some buddies so Hogan Warrior i mean come on passing the torch it was, and it was, it was everyone says it was the best match that Warrior had and god knows how long so yeah number 7 is uh
1: Hogan Warrior WrestleMania 6 Kev, with my number seven, I'm going to go a year earlier. I'm going to say Randy Savage defending the WWF championship against the Hulkster. Hulkster becoming a two-time WWF champion. Hulkster bleeding in this match. Hulkster and Macho Man getting finally against each other after a year's story arc where these guys were friends. Macho Man got jealous. Hulkster wanted his title back. And boy, when all was said and done, Hulkster is a two-time WWF champion. Unbelievable. Complete story arc year over year. That's how you do it. This was a great match.
0: Perfect. Nice. I like. guess
1: I guess I'm on number six. Yes. Number six. We're going back to WrestleMania 30, but I'm going on the other bookend of the show. I'm saying Daniel Bryan, Batista and Randy Orton triple threat match for the WWF world championship where Daniel Bryan walks out the winner It's the culmination of the B plus player storyline after beating triple H earlier in the night, he goes on to beat two of triple H's lackeys leads to Batista retiring in disgust. by the way, Daniel Bryan steals one history rewriting again this year, as we get another triple threat match with Daniel Bryan finding his way in again, but for storyline purposes, after years of being beat down and held down for Daniel Bryan to have that moment at an anniversary, WrestleMania, none better. Can't can't top that kind of moment. Great moment. Kev, who you got?
2: My number six, guys. When I say I'm taking it back, I'm taking it back to the first ever WrestleMania.
1: Ooh, I like this.
2: This is Andre the Giant versus Big John Stud. Oh fifteen dollars slam body slam challenge. Uh obviously I, I didn't watch this <laughs> live, but it was <laughs> A v- it was my first wrestling VHS my parents got me like uh, they got me the Wrestlemania 1 VHS but it was like the highlights it was weird it was a weird VHS but just the theatrics of this match trying to body slam each other and then Bobby Heenan afterwards Andre the Giant starts throwing the money away to the fans and then Bobby Heenan the weasel comes in just grabs it and rings it and runs to the, to the hills Andre the Giant Big John Stud, number 6 from the very very first WrestleMania.
0: Well, my number six, Kevin, includes one of the participants from that match, and it's from WrestleMania three, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Same Hi. boat as you, Kev. I was not uh, old enough to watch this live, but in my youth, uh, as you know, I was a tape collector, and for some ungodly reason, I could not find a copy of WrestleMania three anywhere.
2: Did you check Tony's house?
0: So when I was like 13, I finally got my hands on it. And obviously as I've grown older and you see the storyline play out over the WWF TV and how uh, it wasn't, you know, every week we were seeing the same stuff. It was one segment. And then four weeks later you'd get another. Uh, The story is great. The match is, you know, fantastic with the fucking atmosphere. Uh, I love it. It comes in at number six for me. I bookend it with number five. Also from the same show, Ooh. Kevin, you mentioned it earlier, Steamboat Savage, um, just, just you know, something we had never seen as WWF fans. I'm sure there's people that were watching the NWA and WCW at the time that were saying Ric Flair was having these matches with uh, Ricky Morton and, uh, you know, whoever, Magnum TA, Nikita Koloff, but man, as a WWF fan, Steamboat Savage, woo. Hot damn. I put it in at my number five from WrestleMania three.
2: My turn. Yes, sir. Number five. All right. My number five comes in from WrestleMania. Eight. I I put seven, but then I looked at it. I'm like, that's not right. WrestleMania eight. Uh, The other half of the double main event. Macho man versus Ric Flair. Uh, other than the Hart family, Macho Man is my favorite wrestler of all time. And he wins a championship that we didn't, I honestly didn't see that coming inserted into the match after Hogan gets put in the match with Sid. So Macho Man, the whole storyline with Elizabeth, uh, they included wrestling magazines in the storyline with the covers and everything. Uh, absolutely loved it. Macho Man, Randy Savage winning. Oh, no, wait. Uh Uh-oh, controversy. Controversy creates cash here. Alright, Oh no, I, I gotta go with this There's one that I'm 100% gonna miss But Macho Man Ric Flair Number 7 uh, From WrestleMania 7, number 5 That's probably not the one I wanted But I loved it, so I'll go with it anyway The other one was good I, 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 I Save it, save it, save it I, I
0: have to have like a zero then Tony, you're number 5
1: my number five, we're going back to WrestleMania seven, a match that a lot of people hate and I don't understand why it's the blindfold match between Jake, the snake Roberts and the model Rick Martel. motherfucker blinded Jake with the arrogance and Jake couldn't fucking get his hands on him. Cause he couldn't see him for weeks on a, on end. And finally, when the vision came back, they decided they were going to have a match based on what Jake was going through for months. Nobody could see the crowd was electric. They helped Jake win this thing fantastic this is perfect storytelling even within the context of the match where jake is pointing and the crowd's telling him where where the model is and models running into the ropes and falling down great stuff love this stuff great story great match with ping pong it back my number four i'm sorry did you have a comment matt or are you good
0: no i'm good brother
1: <laughs> number four taking you back to wrestlemania 13 and i felt the heat for this one The iconic image is all over wrestling DVDs around the world. It's Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the submission match. Ken Shamrock is introduced to the WWF at this point. You get the image of Stone Cold bleeding out while he's in the sharpshooter doesn't give up but he winds up passing out from the pain this was a perfect match that that worked in submissions it worked in outside uh, nonsense with with hitting each other with weapons and bells and all kinds of stuff wrapping cords around each other's necks this was fucking awesome love this match
2: there you go higher I- iconic
1: you said higher higher for me all right kev what you got for number four not on my list
2: uh, number four. This is probably where I'm going to lose some people. Uh, WrestleMania 32, ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship.
1: Oh boy!
2: Miz, Sin Cara, Stardust, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and your winner, winning his Intercontinental Championship for the first time, my dear good personal friend.
3: Oh. Tell me everything you know.
2: Zach Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at number four uh, in that ladder match, and I, I remember—I remember he wasn't supposed to be in the match. We predicted it. I predicted Zach Ryder to win just because it was weird that he was one of the people they chose, and uh, and he won. So yeah, there it is. He Zach
1: lost. Ryder. He lost the next night on Raw, didn't he? That's
3: true.
0: He did. Uh, Kevin, yeah. just to give you a little. Um... Just just so you know, you're not on an island. The true Prince of Pro, Matthew Birch, gave us his top 10. He has that match at number
2: five on his list. Listen, if there's anyone's opinion that I value in this world, (laughs) and this this is not bullshit, it's fucking Prince of Pro, bro.
0: Prince of Pro gave us a great list. We'll go, and a bunch of people sent us stuff, and we'll talk about that after. Uh, My number four, WrestleMania 7, career versus career, ultimate warrior, macho man, Randy Savage. Um, as a kid, I loved this pay per view. Uh, I thought Hogan bleeding at the end against the Sergeant Slaughter was fantastic. But this story, yeah, I loved it, man. With Elizabeth running out of the crowd, like, whew, what a fucking story! So that comes that, in at number four for me.
2: That's the one that I was, I may have got confused with with the eight.
0: Uh, ping ponging back on my end, uh, number three, WrestleMania twelve. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, as much as I hated the outcome, the Iron Man match, something we had never seen at this point in a WWF ring uh, goes to overtime, which is bullshit and that old Gorilla Monsoon made it keep going, that son of a bitch but this comes in at number three, I could watch this match over and over again it doesn't seem like an hour, it flies there's great spots Uh, it's just a great story and uh, yeah, it's in my top three.
2: Tony, you got that belt ready? Sure, this is the first time that we've hit on a same number. My number three is Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12. I don't need to talk. not said it all. <laughs> Kevin just got hit in the
1: mouth. What is my... Yep. I'm, this is going to happen. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, I did not put that one on my list. That one didn't make my list. Uh, actually, my top three's all been talked about already. My number three is from WrestleMania 3. Randy Savage defends the Intercontinental Championship against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What more can be said? It was like the first ever uh, big-time, universally loved match from WrestleMania. So many near falls. The interference from George Animal Steel to save his friend from getting his larynx crushed again. And a small package wins it for the Dragon. That's my number three. Number two, also mentioned, Matt just mentioned a few minutes ago, Ultimate Warrior Randy Savage, the retirement match from WrestleMania 7. Storytelling top to bottom. The Warrior talking to his gods whether or not this is the right thing for him to retire Savage or maybe his time was up to Sherry kicking the ever-loving dog shit out of the Macho King at the end of the match because her meal ticket had just been retired, to Elizabeth coming in and saving her, and that fucking redheaded girl with her fucking eyes crying and fucking (laughs) tears and shit. It was a perfect fucking story and a perfect end to a great match. Of course, the retirement didn't last forever, but that's my number two. Kev, who you got? Yeah, if
2: I had to do this list again, that, that would be on here i don't know why i forgot about it and i I have a feeling that my number two is going to be matt's number one um my number two is another bret hart match it is bret hart versus owen hart from wrestlemania 10 in the opening contest uh uh god like opening contest at wrestlemania that was just so amazing and overshadowed by the outcome of the night but not overshadowed In time, in time, everyone reflects on this match being tremendous. And they're my my two favorites of all time. So Bret Hart, Owen Hart, my number two.
0: My number two is also Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. Uh, Me and Kevin right on the same page there. I think it's the greatest opening match in WrestleMania history. Um, And I love it. I think it's fantastic. So, I mean, I don't think I can I can do it any justice. Kevin set the table perfectly for that.
2: Well, Matt, I'm going to completely ruin your guys' nights with my number one. I'm going to ruin everyone listening in the Discord, everyone following along. Uh, oh, wait, it's not your turn yet. Wait, oh, Matt, Matt has to go number one. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh,
0: my number one was mentioned already by Tony, uh, Steve Austin, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13, uh, submission match, the perfect execution of double face turns uh, with Bret Hart becoming a complete heel, Austin becoming a face with the Shamrock. What a story. Unbelievable. Uh, timeless ending. He doesn't tap out. He passes out. The Ken Shamrock involvement, I mean, Tony said it all before. That is my favorite WrestleMania match.
2: All right, you guys can't get mad at me, right? Because this is favorites, right? This is your favorite match, right? Uh, you can't get mad. At
0: I know me. what you're going to pick, so.
2: Of course. It is... WrestleMania 35. Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, winning the World Tag Team Championships from the Revival, the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania 35 in our own backyard of MetLife Stadium. I said, listen, I said these are all sentimental. So that's the
1: most sentimental of them all. This so. this was the list, man. It was our favorites, and, and that's, that's your favorite. No, Matt, this is... No disgusted.
0: <laughs> I knew it. I, I just, it's...
2: Did you know it when you brought the idea to no, the No, but
0: we got down the list, and I'm like, this motherfucker is gonna...
2: I mean, listen, I don't have... like Brett Austin, yeah, that's a great match. This wasn't about great matches. This was about your favorite matches.
3: Right. Love it.
1: Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder. My number one's been mentioned already. It's from WrestleMania three. Hulk Hogan defends his WWF championship against Andre the giant. I was a kid. I mean, I don't even know if you guys were born yet at this point. Probably what (laughs) year.
2: Yes, we were
0: born.
1: Oh yeah. I was like four. Okay. Well, I mean, I was Jesus Christ, maybe 12. I was like my kid's age, but dude, amazing. YouTube star. No, I wasn't a YouTube star. I was a different tube star. It was a cathode tube star. Um, anyway, yeah, dude, like what else can be said? Andre gets a trophy for being being 15 years undefeated. Hulkster gets a trophy for being three years as champ. Andre's pissed off. Andre came back after being retired, forced to retire by the Heenan family after the whole Machines episode, as as Bobby the Brain Heenan's newest charge to challenge him for the championship match <laughs> in a WrestleMania from the tearing of the shirt the to the bleeding on the chest with the cross getting ripped uh, off with Hogan, accepting it with tag team partners going against each other. Rick Martell said Hogan was going to win. And Tom Zink thought that the giant was going to win. I was like, Oh my God, who's going to win? They had the tail of the tape in the WWF magazine. Hogan only weighed two ninety four. He was in the best shape of his life. Holy fuck. Did they set this thing up perfectly? The match itself, not the greatest, but for storytelling purposes, it's the fucking top of my list. Andre and Hogan, WrestleMania 3.
2: And I love this. The the idea from Matt was absolutely perfect because it 100% was just about what, and I, listen, I went, dude, I went WrestleMania, like, a lot of these were super sentimental. Like, Andre, Big John Studd, Macho Flair, like, Battle Royal, WrestleMania 4, like, I almost didn't want to put Savage Steamboat on it because I don't have any sentimental value to that, but I felt like if I left that off, then I would be a douche.
1: No, but that's the thing too. Like even looking at like some of these like more recent matches, like there's a few of them that made it into my, uh, into my uh, like honorable mentions. Let's go. At, let me, drop them. Drop your honorable right, so mentions. I, I have three. I had narrowed it down to 13 and these three were on the short list. I have tons of other ones. Like the WrestleMania 10 matches are all on there and stuff. But the three I left off, which were in heavy consideration, was uh, WrestleMania 31, where uh, Seth Rollins cashed in for the championship while the Lesnar and Roman Reigns was going on. Uh WrestleMania 17 the TLC match Hardy's Dudley's Edge and Christian and this one's going to surprise you fucking WrestleMania 15 Bart Gunn versus Butterbean that <laughs> fucking thing was awesome that nearly made my top 10 that was number 11 on the fucking list but I had to go Lesnar and Goldberg just for the fact that when Goldberg went for the spear and Lesnar fucking leapfrogged him holy shit dude and then Suplex City, and it was all over, and the crowd went fucking nuts. Matt, did yeah. you have any honorable mention.
0: Uh, honorable, I uh, honorable mention Hogan Savage at five. Yeah, that's one. Hogan one. Warrior at six. Uh,
2: and Brett Piper at eight.
3: Ooh, good. Ooh, that's a that's good a good one.
2: one. That's a great one, actually. Crap. Again, like in the analogs of WrestleMania, we're at like thirty-seven. So thirty-seven times, like eight at, at the average eight or nine. That's a whole lot of matches. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I had um, honorable mention. I had Hogan Savage at, at five. I actually had from Orlando the Hardy Boys returning in that four-way ladder match with uh, the Good Brothers, Enzo and Cass, and uh, I think I forget who else was in it. But
1: I ain't mad at that. That's a good pick.
2: And uh, God, there was one more. What was the other one? Crowd one went like...
1: fucking nuts for the Hardys returning.
2: Yeah. And I was in Orlando. I wasn't there, but I was in Orlando at the time. We were all watching at a, a boot like ass, freaking Hooters. I don't know what the fuck they do in Florida with Hooters. But
0: I think it's uh, I think it's fast. Neat, none of us had any of the HBK taker matches.
1: I had it on my sh- short list, but and, it and just, none of us yeah. had Benoit Triple H Shawn Michaels. None I had that of, on my short list too.
0: None of us had HBK Flair.
1: No, I, that that I didn't. I didn't consider uh, Angle
0: HBK from Twenty One.
1: No. I th- the first I lat- he-
0: the first money in the bank
1: I had that on my short list
0: Are
2: these uh, listeners
1: suggestions?
0: I have some listener suggestions here Brendan Haney uh, He had the first money in the bank He had Brett Owen, Austin Brett Both taker, HBK, HBK Angle uh, He had Brian Orton Batista Like Tony had mm. uh, Here's a sneaky one Steiner Brothers Head Shrinkers From Wrestlemania 9
1: they beat the fuck out of each yeah, other in that match. That's a great pull. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's a great match, but this it, that, if that's his favorite match, that's awesome. It is.
1: Uh, a he had, uh,
2: Can't be mad at that.
0: Punk Punk versus Taker from 29.
1: That's a great match, too.
0: Uh, Ryan Arthur has Brett Owen, Sean Razor. Those are his only two. Kratzo uh, has the first ever Money in the Bank. He has Michael's Flair. Michael's Taker won. Brett Owens, Steamboat Savage, Warrior Macho King, Cena Miz.
2: Oh, with The Rock involved?
0: He didn't say which one. Well,
2: but, that's, yeah, that's, that's the only, the only, only one, one, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, He had the Reigns, Lesnar, Rollins. He had Jake Roberts, Rick Martel. Good, my man. And he said, and for some god ungodly reason, he loves Mark Henry
1: versus Ryback. You know what? Oh, that was at the Meadowlands, wasn't it? Yep. God, that was fucking awful. I was disappointed in the result, but I thought it was a decent enough little match until they got to the end. I mean, that was pretty... (laughs) It was like three sheets to the wind at that
2: point, but, like, didn't, like... Wasn't the finish where, like, Ryback had him on his back and Mark Henry fell on him? I think so. And Mark Henry won, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then Uh, Ryback
1: hit him with the shell shock after the match anyway, so it didn't make sense.
0: Yes. Uh, True Prince of Pro, he's got, uh, at number 10, the 15-man Hardcore Battle Royal from Mania 2000. All, All right. All right. Uh, Edge vs. Undertaker from WrestleMania 24.
1: Okay, That was Go. for the world title, wasn't it?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cena vs. Rock 2 from East Rutherford. Okay. Charlotte vs. Becky versus Sasha at WrestleMania 32.
1: Finally, somebody else with another woman's match. Yeah, you know what, that... that- yeah, that,
0: that's a great match. uh Bray Wyatt, John Cena from last year's WrestleMania.
1: Ooh, Ooh you know, that's, that's, and I had the Boneyard yeah, yeah. match on my short list too.
0: Ah, Boneyard.
1: Boneyard was awesome.
2: Yeah. Again, this isn't how great the matches are. This is just what you particularly exactly. uh
0: Exactly. Kevin O, you had the ladder match where Zack Ryder won.
1: Woo woo woo. Uh,
0: Brett versus I'm Owen. A prince of Pro. Brett versus Owen at ten. TLC at seventeen. There you go. Uh this match was on my short list Edge versus Mcfoley at 22.
1: Ooh, all right.
0: And he has his favorite match as Kofi versus Daniel Bryan.
2: Oh god, that's a great pull. When I am Kofi mad at won that the, when Kofi won the belt. That's Kofi great was fucking, fucking white pull.
1: hot and they actually pulled the trigger on it for a change. You know what? That's that would be if I had to
2: change anything that match would be on it. 100%. 100%.
0: And then from across the pond, uh 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 Ewan McKenzie uh he's got Angle Brock at 19 uh Shane versus Vince at 17 woohoo uh HBK versus Flair at 24 okay Taker Batista at 23
1: not a bad match at all
0: Taker Triple H at
1: 28 that was the end of an era match I think so Okay.
0: Uh, Steamboat Savage at 3. TLC 2 at 17. uh, D-Bry Kofi at 35. Brett for Stone Cold at 13. And he's got Michaels and uh, Undertaker at 25 as his number one.
1: Yeah, that's a hell of a match. That that first Michaels-Undertaker at 25 was a hell of a match.
2: No arguments out of me on any of these matches.
1: Not at all. No, it's
2: fantastic. I mean...
0: You can't look. It's your personal opinion, so you can't go wrong with it. But these are all fantastic. You know, everyone is grad. Everyone gra- gravitates towards okay. something specific in each of these matches, uh, whether it be the first pay per view you ordered, or the wrestling tape you were missing, or being yep. twelve years old and watching WrestleMania three. God,
2: you're fucking old. Um,
1: <laughs> that was eighty seven, wasn't it?
2: Yes. Tony was Tony was watching WrestleMania twelve at in
1: 1983
2: i was no i was 13 oh Oh, so you just added another year to our making fun of you
1: no i because i was 87 i was yeah i was 13
2: i was four
0: (laughs) i was six i was five at that time
1: Boo! wow (sighs) this was any more or or is that clear no that was everything
0: we got everything i got
1: all right. I I had a question lined up, but I'm going to I'm going to go with a very easy question because I figured let's close the night with a with a WrestleMania based question. What do you mean? What kind of I've questions? got I've got one question about, about yeah. And I there's only right now. There's only two answers. I want to know who's going to take the chance and think they can get both of them correct. It's one question, it's got two answers.
2: Wait, you're talking about can you beat that?
1: Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I just want to know who wants to answer it. Before
0: before you ask this question. Yeah. Two things I want to tell you. Okay. I can't believe they put a train sound in Monday Night Raw with Braun Strowman <laughs> running around the fucking ring. And that will now be a steel cage match at WrestleMania, Braun versus Shane McMahon.
1: Of course it will, because Shane needs the gimmicks to fucking pull the match off. What was the other thing? Is that Was that the other thing? No, the, the first match?
0: thing was the train sound.
1: And the second thing was the fucking cage yes. match. All right. Kev, you want to take a crack at this one or you want to let Matt have it?
2: No, let's, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Why don't you just post it to both of us and see you can answer first.
1: All right. Pat Patterson was the guest referee in two WrestleMania matches. Name them.
2: Uh, WrestleMania 10. No. Oh, uh, WrestleMania 1. He was the referee for uh, Mr. T and Hogan versus Piper and Ollendorf. Correct. And I think he was... uh, He's a referee for something in WrestleMania, WrestleMania... WrestleMania 9 to 11 era. Oh, my God. It's, it's a tough poll. What?
1: But you're in the right... Wait, oh, Lawrence, was it Lawrence Taylor Bam Bam? You fucking nailed it. You nailed it. Good call. All right, you know what? We got, we got, a, we got another minute, right? I got another question. Tony, this Only I work where you guys want to do, so I can do whatever you want. All right, question. This question has six possible answers. It's based on WrestleMania. I'm not giving you the topic. I got I a pen now. I can't give you the topic, but there's six possible answers. That's it? All right. Uh, you know what? You want me to give you the topic? You can't just say there's six possible answers. Three.
0: I just. I'll play the fucking game. Three.
1: Kev. No, no, no. Come on. Give the topic right, first. Come, come, come on. This is
2: ridiculous.
1: In the history of WrestleMania, there's been six main event matches that have not been for any championship in the in the respective of double night wrestlemania's i'm counting the final match on the show and in wrestlemania's that were held in more than one city i am also counting the final match on the show final matches are what the main event is final match of wrestlemania that have not been for the championship six of them have not been for any championship. So if there was a championship on the line, it does not it is not it is a wrong answer. No championships. Matt, how many can you name?
3: I'm at
0: three right now. You going with three? That's where I'm at, yes. Because now I know
1: what the topic is. Dip dipshit. Well, you said three when you didn't know what the topic was, you dipshit. Kev, can you beat three?
2: Yeah, I think I can.
1: All right. I'll how many four. you got? Four. Matt, Kevin's got four. Remember, final match, double nights, it's the final match of the last night. Multiple cities, it's the final match of the overall show. Matt, Kevin's
0: at four. Hold on, just give me a second here.
1: It's all right. Take your time, but hurry up. I'm at five. Kevin, Matt's at five. Can you run the table or do you do you defer to Matt?
2: Uh, I he's he's going to get it. Um, you don't know that.
1: You might have weird, one dude. wrong who thinks he, he thinks it's right. He's, very,
2: he's a very sneaky guy.
1: I understand, but he's not always right. I mean, he's right more often than not. Can I have a minute?
2: Do I have to answer right now? Can I get like, like a like a 60 second clock or 75 seconds? If you're clock.
0: listening to this podcast, you know where
2: to follow us at
0: Wizards Podcast. No, on... I
2: can't. You can't do that. I'm, that, the whole, that defeats the whole purpose. I'm trying to think. Can't Take your that.
0: fucking earphones out then. What do you want? 60 seconds of silence?
2: Yeah, we can't do that, Kevin. Yeah, that's a good point. All
0: right, that's fair. Gee, I'm that. trying to help you. This guy's yelling at me. Jesus Christ. I'm thinking. All right, so take your fucking <laughs> earphones out then, and I'll plug the podcast at Wizards Podcast on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. Be sure to give us a follow if you want to support the show. You like what you're hearing? Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Wizards Podcast. You can support the show for as little as one dollar a month. I recommend the three dollar tier where you get the bonus content. We do two watch, uh, excuse me, a watch along a month, two bonus shows. So the bonus shows we recorded this year, this weekend for March were Ken Patera. And NXT Arrival. Both run about an hour. So it's just bonus content for you to enjoy. The watch along is AJ Styles versus CM Punk to crown the first ever Ring of Honor Pure Champion. And I did that. Uh, Tony did... Dog Kennel from Hellmatch last month. We did uh, ECW, uh, Guilty as Charged. We did Shelton Benjamin. There's tons of bonus episodes in the backlog. And you want to sign up for Patreon because you'll get access to all those, and they are hysterical. The rabbit hole we went down on Kempetera and Magu Mania, or whatever the fuck it was called. Maccabee Mania. Maccabee Mania is hysterical. It's hysterical. It's so fun. So check that out, uh, and if you uh, are in a position where you can't monetarily support us, we understand, uh, just hit the retweet, hit the like, share, tell tell some friends about the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast. Word of mouth is just as strong as the almighty dollar, uh, and we appreciate your support. Kevin, how you feeling over there? If you can do five, I'll let you try and do five, but I think I have all six. <laughs>
2: Ah, I only got four. Go for it, Matt. Can I give you my four though? If you if you think you have all six, can I at least can I read my four first? Sure. Uh,
1: we mentioned a couple of them. LT Bam Bam. LT Bam Bam from WrestleMania eleven. That's one top of my list. Sid Hogan from WrestleMania eight. Sid Hogan WrestleMania eight. That's two bottom of my list. WrestleMania one.
2: Obviously, uh, Mister T and Hogan versus Orndorff and uh, Piper.
1: That's three.
2: Undertaker versus Roman has to be the last match, right?
1: No holds barred match from WrestleMania 33. That's four.
2: And I'm guessing another match or two has to do with Undertaker. That's all I'm guessing. So that's it. That's
1: Kevin got four out of six, Matt. What do you got? Well, I have. Uh,
0: you said you're counting WrestleMania 2.
1: I said, if we're doing multiple, if it's multiple cities, it's the main event of the final okay. show. Good. Okay. Yeah. So, like the British Bulldogs was a title match. No, no, that I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha.
0: you. Rock twenty eight.
1: Rock at twenty. Oh, Good God. pull. That's number five. You got Take one Taker HBK
0: career versus career right streak. Whatever Fucking the fuck nailed. it
1: was. Fucking nailed it. WrestleMania twenty six, yep. the second HBK match. Wow, I am impressed by the both of you. That's a fucking hell of a run.
0: I am a nerd, but and I, I, I read old back. wrestling magazines when I shit, so.
2: <laughs> I gave you all those old wrestling magazines. <laughs> you want them back? <laughs> no, I don't. I no, don't you did
0: not back. You did not give me the, the haul Alex the Russian gave me. I'll tell you that right now.
2: Oh, then maybe I do want them back then. kidding.
0: No, they're all mixed up. Tough shit, buddy.
2: <laughs> give away to a, a winner of a, a retweeter.
0: <sighs> those are doubles, buddy. I don't know oh, where they came from. I know I had some. And I know all my the extra PWIs ended up at Tony's because we were gonna try and do uh, we were talking about doing like a bit. Yeah. Whatever. At Wizards Podcast. Tony's not with us next week. He's going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh so it'll be me and Kevin and uh right. we're gonna try and book a guest. We're gonna have a good time. It's the it's the go home show for us, for uh NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, uh for WrestleMania. For everything it's a big week. We're going to be coming hot off of a Bushi Osprey from Sakura Genesis. Big time. So uh, that's going down next week. And uh, yeah, I did all the plugs while you were thinking Kev. So uh, unless you got a plug, uh, a little comedy.
2: I mean, uh, right now, uh, not till June, but June 25th and June 27th, the entire weekend, I'll be down Atlantic city at the showboat for boardwalk buds. It's a whole convention. I guess it's a weed convention. Not too. I don't partake in that, but that's all good. It's at the Showboat two nights, late night late shows. So if you're there for the convention, stick around for the shows. I believe they're at like 10:30 or 11. Um, so Atlantic City at the Showboat, Friday night and Sunday night. I'll be there all weekend to hang out. Uh, Val Venus is gonna be there for this like kind of thing. Like Iron Sheik is gonna be there for this. Like it's gonna be wild. Like it's gonna be some crazy stuff. There's wrestling shows. Uh, I believe standalone wrestling. Uh, I believe I uh, I. Uh, ICW, I think, is going to be there. Um, or whatever it is. Uh, that's right, Bubba. Yeah, it's going to be a great time and for the whole weekend. So uh, that's cool. Follow me at Shining Wizards Kevin on Instagram, at Kevin Garifo on Twitter. Um, and there's probably going to be some more stuff popping up soon. So I'm excited.
0: We're excited that you decided to spend a couple hours with your favorites over at the Shining Wizards. Again, at Wizards Podcast on all forms of social media. Send us your top ten favorite WrestleMania matches. We'd love to take a peek at them um, because they are important to you. It's not specifically what are the ten greatest WrestleMania matches, but what are your favorite ten? Wish Tony well on his vacation. He'll be back for the April 12th show. And April 19th is Tony Appreciation Night. That's right. uh, we support, sadly we have to do that so tune in and of course the Valet 32 it starts tomorrow
1: we're down to our final, final four. four baby. four we got lots of surprises if you didn't listen to the episode I highly suggest listening to it the matchups drop tomorrow at noon on Facebook and Twitter both matchups at the same time it's going to be a fucking barn burner We've got some interesting matchups to close this thing out
0: and uh, hopefully we will be back in studio sooner than later so. And uh, we'll be back next week. Me and Kevin will be back. Who knows what we're oh, doing. Yeah. We're up to shenanigans. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we'll be live here on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Wizards Podcast, rant, uh, for your listening pleasure if you're out on the road. And, of course, in podcast form, wherever you listen to podcasts, write a review. Rate. Give us five stars. It all and helps.
1: Geek Life Radio, don't forget. I always forget to mention that. We're back on Geek Life Radio.
0: Geek Life Radio it here. is. We'll
1: I think we are on Tuesday nights on Geek Life Radio, so if you missed the replay and you're taking Geek Life along with you for the ride, tune in. Tune into a lot of great shows on that network.
2: And leave a review, please. Leave a review
0: on iTunes. Like
1: it, subscribe, and review, and five stars, and thumbs up, and all that other happy horse shit.
0: We will will be back next week. Another episode of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast.
1: All right, we're clear. Am I still on?